Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Kane and Company, you and me on the radio. Until noontime today, lots happening. I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. Oh, baby. Want to say good morning, good morning to all police and fire personnel, civil servants, healthcare employees, and good old number 41. Boy, it's Christmas time. I'm feeling so Christmassy. Except this isn't a Christmas song. This, no, wait a minute. I'm, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna, well, hold on a minute. I'm playing a song that has nothing to do with Christmas. And 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 I meant to I meant to play a different song. So I am going to play a different song. I'm going to play a different song. And a different song, and, and I'm going to play something. First of all, I've got to bring my friend up. The amazing, honorable Peter J. Wiggins. Good morning, Mr. Wiggins. Good morning, Dave. There it is. There it is. Terrific, terrific. Glad to have you. Now, tell me what is happening in Norton. Last night, the North Atlanta's boys varsity basketball team beat the Fairland Blackhawks 51 to 50. All righty. And today at the Norton Common from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., Santa Claus is coming to visit the Norton Common. Oh, Santa Claus. Now, you got your list written out for him? Yes, yes. Okay, good. Because you, you, now, what are you asking for this year? Anything special? For peace in the world. There you go. What size would that be, I wonder? Never mind. Oh, huge heart. <laughs> and number, good, good. <laughs> and number three, finally. And, and, the Reefs Across America will take place at the Norton Common at 12 noon sharp. All righty. That's terrific. Lots going on. Well, merry on your Christmas, sir. Thank you, Dave. I'm not worried about the Monday storm now because rain and wind, we can handle it. We can handle it. No problem. Shabbat shalom and happy Thank Hanukkah. You, Shabbat shalom, Dave. All right. That's see it. you later. All right. Now I can play the song. I meant to I meant to play to begin with. Uh, I've, I've, I've thought of this song this is the Christmas song I wanted to put. Okay, now. Now I feel Christmassy. All righty. First of all, directly across from me is a, a young man who, uh, it's hard to describe, Tom. It's, he's like a big bundle of nice Tom Rafferty. Good morning, Mr. Rafferty. Good morning, Dave. Good to have you. And to his right, uh, my left, uh, geographically, if not politically, <laughs> is... is uh, Councilman Jay Delisio. Good morning, Mr. Delisio. Hey, good morning. And I think it's pretty easy to describe Tom, and I think he did it well. A big bag of nice. He's nice just guy nice you love to meet in your life. We, we like Tom. We like you know? Tom. He, he is eager to please. One of a kind. Eager to please. Right. Uh, a couple of things going on. First of all, Tom's going to be with us all morning, chiming in on whatever you like, saying whatever you like. Tom brought in a huge Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Filled with vodka. He, yeah. And, no. and, 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 and but the, the interesting part of it to me, but the interesting part of this to me is that he brought in one. I didn't know not, you drank coffee. No, 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 it's no, okay, don't, Tom. Don't, don't take the bait because I brought in no, one giant one point five two. It's all right. All right. You know, it's the season we're given, and we're giving uh, ourselves coffee. It's all nice. right, Councilor Delisio, tell me, please. Yes, sir. What's happening? What's going on? What's going on? Yeah, just trying to finish up this term and uh, get ready for the next term. Uh, mm. Tuesday night will be our last meeting of this term. Uh, we won't meet again until the inauguration, where we'll have uh, mm -hmm. three new uh, city councils being sworn in. Uh, Laurie Sawyer, 
and Nick Lavoy at Lodge, and then Pamela Foa for yes. Ward 2. Yes. So uh, it's an exciting time. Uh, I think it's always great when you can bring in some fresh ideas, fresh perspectives to uh, to the councils. So and you will have fresh, it. too, because uh, Nick's a young guy. That's kind yeah. of a new thing. And Pam yeah. is new to the area, area so she's going to get uh, terrific, and yeah. she's going to get great um, information, too. Yep. To go. I'm actually and meeting with uh, Pamela tomorrow morning. We're oh, great. Have coffee Terrific. and uh, just try to build and forge I a relationship. Uh, I did get my invitation to Oh, the yeah, no, 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 meeting. I know, uh, I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> All kidding, right, pal. and uh, also... No, it's just uh, a one-on-one, you know? Yeah, She's I understand. She's going to have some coffee and get to know each other and talk about what her expectations are. That'll and, be great. Yeah, looking forward to it. That'll be great. Looking forward to it. And... Um, uh, Ms. Sawyer, Lori Sawyer... She's yep. also going to be on. Now, she is the chairman of the Human Rights Commission. Correct. And that brings me to my statement this morning that I, uh, I am asking them directly. I know they listen. I am asking them to take down the resolution from the wall of the city council, uh, take it out of the frame, and bring it with them to the signing in on January 2nd of the new councilors so that the new councilors can have the opportunity to affix their signature sure. to this resolution. It's a good idea. You like that idea? Yeah, why not? Yeah. yeah. I think, well, you know? Yeah, sure. I mean, it's, they're going to be leaders. They're going to be in the council. Mm-hmm. Um, and you want to know that the people who are working for you believe that you have human rights. I mean, it would be nice yeah. to know that. I won't drag you into that more than that, but I just thought I would. Hey, I signed it. Point. I know you did. You know, I know you did. I know everybody who did and who did not. You know, um, yeah. but you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we need to make sure that the um, the, the resolution is a great first step. But we yes. still need to continue to come together as a community. There needs to be actionable items, mm-hmm. and you know, it's a great first step. And I think it's a powerful message to say, "Hey, we're not going to allow this here." And we've talked about this on the air before, Dave. My um, my kid brother moved out to California probably about seventeen probably about 17 years ago, married into a Mexican family. And my uh, godsons, you know, my nephews, they've been called some of the worst names imaginable. And, you know, so something like this resonates personally with me. And I think we need to to start really and truly looking at people as people and just trying to move past some of the the frivolous nonsense that we have going on. Well, it resonates personally with everyone. They just don't know it. No, and I think that, that's that's the the part of that that gets me crazy. Yeah, look, I I don't want to do this, but I know Jonathan and I know Sarah. You know, um, I know their character and I know what they believe in and what they don't. They didn't sign it. That's you know up to them. I know that they they are not hateful people. I know they denounce hate. Um, you know, I've had conversations with them throughout the years. I've known them, so I think the resolution's a really good first step. I think that we need to continue to keep the conversation front of mind and we need to continue to stand up and say when these things happen that happened at the Balfour Riverwalk Park that we're not going to stand up for this as a as a community. And I think that, again, I'll say it again, the resolution's a great first step. Mm-hmm. Let's continue to build off of that. Well, it's, I think it's a charming first step if all of the signatures were on it. Uh, I, I, I thought, you know, I'm going to tell you now, you know, I, yeah. I, I had Jonathan in here like I try to have everybody. Yep. And I was excited. It was like, it was like speed dating to me. Yeah. I was all excited with this guy. He's a young man of color. Yep. He's got an education. Seems like a hell of a nice guy. Yep. Very pleasant. Very, and then he refused to do this. 
and it was like a, a punch in the chest in my own psyche that th this guy would not get this. This is what got me. I don't want to yeah. drag you into it. No, no. But I, I'm just uh, responding yeah. to your, oh, he's such a nice guy. You know, no. um, I've I known Sarah for years. Yeah. And, you know, um, I mean, uh, not signing is one thing, whiting it out. <laughs> Good morning. Um, you're on, uh, whoops. Good morning. You're on the radio. Hello? Hello? Uh, we had somebody, I think I accidentally bumped them off. We're going to ask them, to, ask them to call back. I think I had somebody that was... Um, hello, hello? No, I missed them. Okay, I bumped them. Uh, so, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to have that conversation, but I, I'm blocked uh, when someone says, no, no, I'm not signing that. I don't care what it, how it says it. You know, I, I'm really not concerned about that. Uh, good morning. You're on the. Uh, good morning. You're on the radio. Hello. Hello. Who's on today? I give up. Who's on today? What can I do for you, ma'am? Um, who is it? Ma'am, you're calling a radio station. If you don't know who's on, you're obviously not listening. <laughs> All right. Who is it? Uh, Tom. Tom. Yeah, I'm here. I know who that is. Is that Margaret? Yes, it is. Okay, Margaret, what's up, baby? Um, you play songs on Saturdays? Um, sure. What would you like to hear? Um, I know it's kind of old. Yeah. But it, you know, you know, um, Bing Crosby when he sang um about the star. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. Yes. I yes. Yes, I do. do. I, yes, yes, I yes. Do you hear what I hear? Yeah. I'll try yeah, to get to it, to... okay? I'll try to get to it. If not, I'll leave it for Casey Kasem to uh, to do. <laughs> okay. All right, you. Margaret. Thank She's you. She's a nice lady. All right. Be very nice, nice. Dave. I, what? I just told her I'd, I'd play. <laughs> yeah, she is. Uh, I've. Go ahead. She, she is. She sends me a little thing on my Facebook every day, like a little teddy bear, good morning, or, oh, nice. you know, hope you're having a nice day, and I send back thank you, and it just back and forth, and I, she's a listener, and uh, that's nice that we have yes. somebody. She's sweet and nice, and right. she it, listens. It, it, it's very nice. I'm very <laughs> pleased well, that's good. that she calls. So, including yeah. uh, the Honorable Peter Wiggins. That's Can I ask a question? That's, that's two. You know, I'm you're a roll guy. What? I would like to know, maybe Jay knows this, uh, I read the article about the proclamation, mm -hmm. and, and obviously I don't condone any of that either. Sure. What was written at Belfort Park was wrong, indecent, immoral. Did they ever catch the people who were responsible for that, the person and or persons? Was there ever any, you know, like yeah. did the Hegney and his folks... Ever uh, that's Chief Hegney. Chief Hegney. Thank you. Yeah, yes. so I don't know. I'm assuming it's probably still an active investigation. Okay. Um, but I, I don't know. I haven't right. um, mm -hmm. heard. But, you know, and then th there's the argument that oh, I was probably kids and everything else. And, you know, it starts at home. But, mm -hmm. but yeah, you know, the kids got the, got the message from, from somewhere. Yes. Right. You know? Exactly. Right. Um, I wonder how they got in there or what time of evening or whatever. Well, it could have been during there. the day. Who knows? Yeah. You know, but, you know, personally for that park, uh, when Amy and I first moved to Attleboro, we lived on North Main Street, uh, Twin Beach Condos right across from St. John's Church. So when Ryan was born and up until really probably he was five, six, seven years old, we would take him down to play. 
you know? Yeah. Kids got a lot of energy now. Picture him yeah. as a, you know, as a sure. toddler. And a, yeah, sure. Uh, so we would take him down there. So, I mean, it was kind of like we took that personally, too. In that well, episode, well you, know? you know, yeah, of course. And it's really something that we need to, to address and tried to. I don't want to go into this Christmas time. I'm going to walk away from this. 508-222-1320, if you would like to uh, hop on the line and, and speak to us. Jay Delisio is here. Now, he's only here for a little while because he's got to go to uh, the— To the, helping uh, Dan and Linda McCurney, who put on their holiday mm -hmm. meal every year. Um, down I will at, see you there excellent a little job. later. Yeah, yeah, they do such a good job. And, you know, they do the food drive a little—I uh, think it's the weekend after Thanksgiving every year. Yep. And Dan— and Linda and a bunch of their volunteers do a lot of cooking for the meals for uh, homeless folks, for people down on their luck, for veterans, really for anyone who wants or needs a warm meal. And you'll see a lot of people from the community there sure. serving, and uh, they bring meals to the firefighters and to the police officers yes. as well. So it's just, it's amazing. And it's for a anyone great, who great doesn't know Dan, yeah. I mean, Dan is literally Mr. Attleboro. He is the nicest yes. guy you will yes. ever meet. Yeah. You I want to know about Attleboro history? Yeah. You talk to Dan McCartney. He'll tell you everything. Yeah, you need I to know, know, but I mean, when, when you have someone like him who's constantly trying to help, kind of, yeah. you want to tell him mind your own business, keep <laughs> your nose out of it. But he won't listen. He, he, he would moves forward. Yep, and does great stuff. He's got the philosophy that you know he could be down on his luck himself, and he'll always be like, "Well, there's someone worse off than I am." Now let's let's make this point um, that <clears throat> we need to make this point that. Um, the meal is today at 11 to 1. 11 to 1, yeah. If you are somebody who would like to have a nice Christmas meal with a bunch of great people around you, the food is delicious. The food is great. They really pile it on. And we'd love to have you come. It's at, yep. at St. John's. St. John's. Uh, on North Main Street and Peck Street. Yep. Big, right? And uh, it's from 11 to 1. Come on over. It's, it's free. Just walk in, sit down, yeah. and they'll serve Freshly you. cooked. You know, Very it's not cool. out of a box. It's not, it's... Yeah, they're doing you know, it right there. Yeah, really so terrific. Dan probably started Wednesday or Thursday making the uh, turkey and ham yeah. and potatoes and everything. Yeah. We were there last year, and uh, I had, no word of a lie, I had four people that came up to me and said, you know, they knew me from the radio, and they asked, is Dave going to be here? Will Dave be in? And well, I Dave said, was I'm not sure. Dave was there. You were there last well, year? Well, I, I get off at noon, so by the time I get over there, it's oh, pretty okay. much wrapping up. Okay. But I do, well, I, just I, wanted abso to I absolutely you. would. We could have broadcast from there, but I mean, we, we you know, mm -hmm. I'm definitely going running over. I have another gig um, job uh, this afternoon, but I'm going to go over there and make sure I oh, put my button. I, like I said, by the time I get there, all the heavy yeah. stuff is gone. But yeah. you. If you're listening and you're really, you've never thought about doing this, maybe you're alone, maybe you and your husband or wife, uh, maybe you got a couple of kids, go on over it. It's right at St. John's on North Main Street, and they'll fix you right up, and uh, and it'll be well worth the trip for you. Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah, yeah. And just, if, just meeting Dan and Linda will be a high point. There's other people there, too. Jim Hawkins is usually there. Yep. Yeah. Well, I don't think that's necessarily a draw, yeah. but but Laura uh, Dolan usually Mike volunteers. Generally there, I think the mayor's usually there. So mm -hmm. yeah, yes. it'll be a good group. Yeah. And then you get a lot of uh, you know, like Jackie Romanecki's usually there, and uh, another entertaining know, woman. You know, God, <laughs> and her, and her kindness and just always helping people out. Uh, there For you shame. go. There's <laughs> Dave right there. <laughs>
Yes. Well, if we're going to start talking, oh my God, if we're going to start talking about, no, it's all right. If we're going to start talking about um, about people, will you stop doing that? Uh, I'm trying. See? Uh, Well, I mean, I'm trying to do what I can here. Uh, There's somebody else that we have to talk to. And I promised I would, actually, I begged uh, them to be available to us this morning. Oh. So I am. Uh, will I know them? Will you know them? We'll see. We'll see. Because the person I'm calling is Kelly Fox. Oh, of course. From yeah. Christmases for Kids. And uh, I told her I would give her a call this morning to make sure. Um, that <laughs> and she said, yeah, just let me know. Just text me. Just text me that you're going to call. And good I'll, morning. Good morning, Auntie Kelly. You're on the radio with uh, Jay Delisio and Tom Rafferty and uh, me. Uh, good morning. I know you're exhausted. That's probably why it took <laughs> nine rings to get to you to wake up. I won't keep you, I promised, because I know you got a busy day, too, still. But we wanted to know what the deal was with Christmases for Kids. Oh, my goodness. Um, well, I'm very excited to say that we'll have 1,000 very happy little faces on Christmas morning. Pretty cool, um, huh? That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were able to get everything done in bags. Um, out the door, we finished up yesterday, and um, uh, yeah, it, it was a little stressful about two weeks ago when we hit 1,000 kids, and I'm thinking, how are we going to get this done when we only had less than half completed at that point? Yeah, but, and, and I remember, too, at one point, maybe just before that, you said, well, we're down, <laughs> we have about 75 kids that we haven't covered yet, I remember. Oh, at, the at time. that point... Two weeks ago, yeah. we had over 200 kids that we hadn't, we didn't have donors for. And I'll tell you, people, we got the word out and people came out of the woodwork. It was great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, well that's, that's the thing that's happened to us every year, thank God, so far, yeah. is that right. it is the people who do, well, it's the people that make it happen to begin with all the way around. And, and we really appreciate it. And I'm, I ask you every year, I ask you privately, I stand with you and I put my arms around you and look in your eyes and say to you, how in God's name do you accomplish everything that you accomplish? Not just with Christmases for kids, but with the Marine Corps and the, and the military food bank and, and all of the stuff that you do. I don't know how you squeeze it all into 24 hours. I don't. I, You know, it's it's so important to say that I, I definitely don't do this alone, obviously, right? I mean, we had two shifts going. We had people out shopping during the day. There's just so many people that want to help. And I think that that's one piece of the magic with Christmases for kids is that it gives folks who want to help that ability to do something. And, and so many people in our community want to help. And and it makes I love that it 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 gives so many folks that wonderful opportunity to feel great about giving back, whether it's 
buying and donating one book at an unlikely story for us or showing up every single day at the drop-off center um, and, and doing whatever needs to get done. And when I say anything, I mean, people are, like, cleaning the bathrooms. They're taking out the trash. They're folding things. I mean, there's, there's not, it's not glamorous by any stretch, right? Um, well, I, I kind but, of find it glamorous. I think because when you, when you realize all that's being done, when you stop and think about what gets done as a result of it, it's pretty, for me, that's like glamorous. But you have to realize I don't have much of a glamorous life. I used to be, I used to be a tail gunner on a garbage truck, so it's really. Um, but I just wanted to thank, um, oh, and uh, Dighton Rehoboth. You, I, I, here's the other thing, Tom and, and Jay. She comes up to me and says, okay. You know, we're getting ready for Christmas again. And she said, oh, by the way, we're going to add Dighton Rehoboth to this list. And I looked at her like she had two heads. How are you going to do How did it go? It actually went really well. I'll bet. It went really, really well. So what we did is we took the show on the road. We were concerned. You know, we've, we've, we had opened it to Rehoboth for the last several years. We only got one or two um, families that, that would sign up. And I'm like, it's, and then when we moved to North Alabama, I'm like, there's no way they're going to make that drive. So um, when I, I had a great relationship with Bill Rooney when he was at Attleboro High School and, and just really loved this guy. And, and we connected up and he really wanted his kids at the high school, the National Honor Society, students to have the experience of working to help children. <clears throat> so what we did is we, we um, worked with him to get applications out to the families at DR where they felt they perhaps could use some help. So that was great. And we ended up with 30 children that we were able to help through That's those great. efforts. It was that, fantastic. That's terrific. And, and uh, <laughs> that you pulled it off is just tremendous. I thank you very much for everybody that that works under you, pardon the expression. <laughs> uh, and we really, um, I, I have great respect for all that you do, Kelly. And even yeah. even Alan. I mean, even Alan. <laughs> <laughs> I know, poor guy, just dragged him right along. <laughs> I know, it's, yeah, I can see so it. Poor on, guy, <laughs> see it on his face. Okay, we're gonna do this now. Okay, yeah. okay. and he, he's really, yeah, he's yeah. really good. Yeah. Can I he's ask a Kelly sport. a question? Yeah, yeah. Kelly. <clears throat> yes. Um, this is Tom Rafferty, Kelly. Last year, someone went up to your office there, your financial office, and I. Yeah. I left a little something there for you, and I wanted to do that again. Is there an opportune time for me to leave a little, you know, those little munchy things that you like? <laughs> well, it won't be open. Uh, we have to find a time when it's okay. open because we're in right. Emerald Square now. Because she's earned, really. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh. One of those. Well, well, you could I'm chip talking. in and you, mail it. You're always you welcome so. to stop by okay. my office in right. Plainville anytime. We would right. love to see you. Her office in Plainville. Yeah, I, I think I know. Which happens to be, and the name of the company happens to be? Porsche Planning and Wealth Management. Yes. Just in case the, um, anybody wants to know. Well, I'll bring my $578 <laughs> that I've accumulated. Yeah. Possibly she could make that grow. Well, yeah, you, you never know. I know that Jay <laughs> is one of her clients. 
And I know that because he just borrowed 50 bucks from me. So <laughs> oh, things so, are going good there. Well, so I guess what happens off the air doesn't say off the air. No, but, no, uh, no, no. You know, Kelly, uh, fantastic job yet again. Sorry I wasn't able to make it out this year. But you guys do such amazing work. And, you know, to partner with a guy like Bill Rooney, who I just think the world of, too, is just amazing. And, you know, you talk about the glamour of it. Well, it's not really about the glamour. It's more about the impact and the impact that you have yeah. a thousand families well, of uh, children, what an amazing accomplishment. Congratulations. Thank you. I, I'm so proud of the volunteers and, and so grateful to the donors. I, I have to just kind of shout out a couple of them. Um, America's Best Defense showed up and said, what do you need at the very, like a weekend, you know, a week ago. And I gave him some teenage boys, in 48 hours, he turned that around, and he showed up with gift cards. He showed up with 50 gift cards on top of all of the gifts that he brought because I said, I'd like to be able to hand out some grocery gift cards to some of these families because they're really stressed. So Now, what, I, what is that organization, Kelly? I'm not familiar with it. <clears throat> it's a karate studio. Oh, great. And the name of it, again, is America's... America's Best Defense. Okay, great. Where are they? They're in North Attleboro. Okay, all right. Go ahead. Yeah. Just, they're just, it, it was just... Terrific. Just so kind yeah. and so helpful. And I mean, and so many other, but it was just like, they heard it. We hadn't done really much of anything before together. And, and you know, he he showed up and, 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 and did a lot. And it helped to put us over the edge so that we could finish up and it was i was so grateful for that it's amazing well thanks again kelly god bless you yeah. I'll, I'll be irritating you for another year yet i love it thanks guys <laughs> appreciate it all right thanks to talk to you all all right we'll talk soon Bye bye. take care kelly Bye-bye. there goes kelly fox these are the people that make everything happen mm-hmm. in in your world if you're lucky it really works great quick break we're going to come back with jay and tom and they're going to get a chance to uh Beat me around the head and shoulders while we're in the break. It'll be all right. I'm sorry we don't need more time for that song. All right, you and me on the radio until noon time today. <laughs> well, I played this song. Played I it. love that. Who was that? That was the so, song that, was that, Ma- that Margaret Crosby? asked for. Yes, but who was that? Perry Bing, Como? No, it was no, Bing, Bing Crosby. Oh, Bing. Bing. no. Yes, well, that didn't sound like him. Maybe okay. I believe you. It was, it was no. Crosby. It says right here, Bing Crosby. Right. I never met Bing Crosby. No, you didn't. But I did see Perry Como right. many years ago. I told you that story. We yeah, don't have to yeah, repeat yeah, it. We don't. I don't remember it, but we don't need to repeat it. <laughs> yes. Now you're going to the now, to the um, dinner today. Yeah, but before we get there, you made mention yeah. of the fifty dollars that I borrowed. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The reality is, borrowing would come with the uh, expectation of repayment. Oh, <laughs> I have no literally so I no gave, intention. I donated. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah, no intention of paying. Okay, that's that. even better. Good, yeah. <laughs> well, listen, you know, this is how it works when you're in politics. You give them money, yeah. and then they give you nothing. Yeah, it was so, so cold right. earlier in the week. We had our hands on our own pockets. <laughs> the Barumbo. Thank you very much. Yeah. And the young man, 1936. I'll be here for another 30 minutes. <laughs> you worked for Bank of America, right? Yes. At one time. Yep. Do you remember when Bank I borrowed $300 from you? We were on Park Street there and you said, 
Tom, 300, that's fine, but 5%, I'll give you six, seven years. And where am I at with that, with the 300? I think I've paid a little over 200 back, haven't I? I don't know. I, can't, I think there's a lot of static coming in. I couldn't couldn't hear you. <laughs> you, re- you, re- you realize <laughs> you're breaking up there. I'm no only joking. <laughs> I don't want to. You realize he's nobody with him. Um, my finances are fine, by the way, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Just, we're doing okay. <laughs> Mine are not, folks. So I do accept yeah. donations of any kind. If you listen, like. I told you I'm I'm starting a GoFundMe account for Rudy Giuliani. I can't. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. He is. He, a little lowball. That guy yeah. used to be such a hero yeah. back during 9-11. And look at him today. And look. And again, I know that you're, you're politically He's pointing. You can say the now, word. Right. You can say Republican. <laughs> Trump has said nothing. He's bye-bye. Bye, Julie. Like, he just, goodbye. You know, like, that's not. I mean, friends are supposed to have friends. Right, friend? I'm <laughs> looking at Dave. <laughs> Dave so you so Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Dave used it's to the say, most wonderful time of the year. Dave used to say to me, Tom, if you step in that caca, I'm not getting you out of it this time. I never once said that, but thank you. Now, Tom is uh, primarily doing fill-in stuff here. I always wondered why you didn't just do your own show. I've wondered that actually yeah, too. Yeah, well, I, I think we we would like I to make hear more money. No, no, I'm not. No, I don't. I don't need that. I'm talking about there are time. There is time you can put time aside yes. and do a show. I could. And I I'd like to know why you haven't bothered. I mean, don't you want to have your own show? You used to love love to not really, when you I were don't. on the air. I don't. Well, and I that's mean, shocking to say, but it's you know, if I was thirty and thirty five. It's just, you know, I'm older today. I know I can do it. I'm not, you know, I think Paul Healy and you and everybody does a great job. I think I do a great job. It's a long way to go from Middleborough. I mean, well, I no, no, I'm not talking about I'm talking about your, your, your being on the radio. I don't care where you have to come. I come from Rhode Island. Yeah. Up, you know, so. I worked in Brockton for two and a half years. Mm-hmm. I worked in Providence for a year. And I don't know. I mean, it's... Today, at my age, for some reason, oh it's not goodness. as. My I age. like. I know. Push yourself. You're a yeah, child. I, you, you do a great job. And as someone like you. who sat yeah. on the other side of the table yeah. from you several times when you yeah. filled in, um, you do a great job. You're, you're easy to talk to. You ask the right questions. Mm. You get the most out of your uh, guests. And that's not mm. easy. Yeah. Well, right, Dave? Wanna, right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe huh? after I do what I'm doing now, if I feel like financially I'm okay, then yeah. I would, you know, because maybe I could talk to Jim Jones about throwing in some transportation money or something. No? We're well, talking about your, your desire to be on the radio. Okay, it could be. We're you know what? About when I was growing up, I always wanted to be on WBZ. If I, I think if they you should gave apply. me a shot at you it, I apply. You take it, right? To see how much I think I would feel. Well, a I mean, lot of this guy does a lot of for years. Did a lot of voiceover oh, work. Yeah. Did commercial work. And that was because Dave handed me. No, no, Dave didn't hand you anything. Well, you, no, no. Who you know will get you in the door. What you know and how you perform. Will exactly. Keep you in the door. exactly. I don't know. Having the shot at it is not. There's good. one girl that I used to trade news stories with, at which she was at WSAR back in the early nineties. Yep who works at BZ, she's a field reporter, she is super, and I'm sure a lot of people have heard her. Her name's Kim Tunnicliffe. Yep. 
Kim and I used to talk on the phone and Tom, I got a bank robbery here in Fall River, so I used to tape it. And yep. We had a midday report. You remember the, Kim, sure. the late yeah. Fran Lero, who, yeah. you know, yeah. we had that midday report, a network of four yeah. stations. But I, I could never call WBZ and say, hey, can I talk to Kim? Kim, can you, you know, I mean, I don't. So I, I think really he's asking us to call Kim on his Again, behalf. he wants that's, to That's what I, I got. I hate it when he says, could you just may, maybe ask me? <laughs> she remembers me. And why do you say the late? I, I never understood what that is, that reference to someone who's past being late. They're not late. They were right on time. <laughs> they were right on time. I'm going to try well, to find out. Yeah. I, I, you know, what, what else? Am, okay, because he's still here, basically. He's right around us. Uh, Hi, friend. Yeah, yeah, you know, there you go. But yeah, yeah. Now, what are your big plans for Christmas? Are you, uh, where are you going for a Christmas dinner, for instance? Uh, I think. I mean, aside from this afternoon, no. Was this a fake invitation? It says, please join Dave and Joanne Kane oh. for dinner at 2 oh. o'clock at your residence. Oh, you got it. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay, Except good. the address is, is Seekonk. I yeah, don't live yeah, in yeah, Seekonk. Yeah. Well, we're, we're thinking we you may know, rent be, a hall. We're renting a room in a motel. You know, I'm going to get down there. There's going to be nobody there. Well, <laughs> then they have the opportunity then, I'm thinking. You know, we're doing what we can for you. Hi, you're on the radio. Hello. Good morning, Dave. This is Paul from Attleboro. Hi, Paul from Attleboro. This is uh, Dave from uh, Rhode Island, and this is Tom from wherever he is in Jake I Elysium. Know, I, know, I know the powerhouse that's on the radio this morning. Oh, there he is. Go ahead. So I, I just want to say good morning to everybody, um, and I agree with you that I think we should start a campaign for uh, to have Tom start his own show. Yes, Absolutely. Um, I, I think he does a great job when he fills in for Dominic in the morning. Yeah, um, and, yeah. I, and he definitely keeps everybody engaged. And this, and this Tom, this is a quite a compliment because mm-hmm. Paul is the one guy that listens to Dom in the morning. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's a good morning. No. Okay. <laughs> I agree with you, Paul. I think Tom, uh, Tom would do a great job. Yeah, so yes, we'll start a petition. Did I ever? Yes, absolutely. Did I ever Absolutely. talk to you, Paul, or meet you? Or uh, no, I've, I've I've never called in when you fill in for Dom. Oh wow! Because um, I know because I know that Dom usually doesn't take calls. And, right, uh, it right. Threw me off, it threw me off a little bit once when you were taking calls when you were filling him in for him, and I was just getting to work and I was running late. Oh. So I never got a chance to call him. But next time you're on, you're filling in for him. I'll make. Make it a point to call. Well, maybe we should, maybe, uh, this is a good idea to start a petition. I think if I get small bricks and start them right here, I could put a petition between me and Tom right now. I know what I could do. What? We could plan a retirement party for Dave. Oh, there you go. You could take all the annuities and investments that he... I was just thinking this the other day. Then I... Could, could take, take over, over your, your program absolutely. and just ruin it. And so <laughs> all of a sudden, he's he's totally turned. Yeah, now yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. Aside <laughs> from Dave's the, out, Tom's in. Aside from the improvement, nobody Raffin knows the difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, I, uh, but I was thinking about this. Paul, what, did you have something else you'd like to join, with, join in no, with? No, that's it. I just I, want to wish you all uh, a Merry Christmas and uh, a great day. Well, thanks a lot, Paul. Same God bless to you, Paul. You. Merry there, Christmas. He Good said powerhouses. He's a powerhouse. No, He's okay. the Not guy good. that's been in radio. And this uh, guy right here. You know, I was, I, was at, I was in at PRO when Salty Brian retired. I was mm-hmm. there when he left the studio. I was there when Chuck Stevens mm-hmm. retired. 
I mean, all of these people that have all now happy heck and forever. Yes. Was, oh, my God. That was so funny. What? I thought I had a breaking news story. I, I text Dave. I said, I'm listening to WSAR. Happy heck has passed away. They're announcing it now. Dave, I mean, I, you knew him. I don't think I did. You worked here. Blah, blah, blah. I'm just telling you he passed away. I said, Dave calls me two days later. Jesus Christ, the funeral was three <laughs> weeks ago. <laughs> See that? Well, no, it really wasn't. I mean, but well, I just thought that. I never fun. met Happy Heck. I guess he was quite a person. Well, he better than that. Good morning. Hello there. Hello. Hey. Hello. Hi. Is this Dave? Yeah. Shut hey, your radio hey, off. Shut, shut your radio off. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm in... Uh, Tom's car, and I don't know how to turn the stupid radio off. Well, hit, 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 use the car, hit a pole. It'll stop. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> don't do that. Well, That's I bad advice. I would turn the power off, but I'm out of light. Okay, Why do you want right. to turn the radio off, Diane? Because there's a delay going on, and she's getting confused. That's why. I oh. know, but the buttons in his car are so well. It's up. the right button. Just I don't know. I don't think. I don't, I don't. I don't. I don't think we need to have this okay. conversation. I you're mean, right, I, she shouldn't right. be talking about your buttons on the radio. You're married. Just turn the car <laughs> off, Diane, and the radio will. Let stop. me ask you this, Diane. His button is it an Audi or an Innie? <laughs> it's an Audi. Thank you very much. Okay, what's up? What hey, can I do hold for on you? A minute. All right. Hold on a minute. Yeah, I'll pull on, over yeah. and turn All it right, off. Pull over. Okay. She's going to pull over. This is why. Well, you shouldn't be on right the radio. Yeah. Good for you. She didn't pull over and uh, yeah, so you don't yeah, have an accident. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Here I go. I'm going to turn so it I off. So I said, I know I'll have Tom on the air for three days. This will be good. All right. <laughs> it's off, Dave. Okay. Now, what can I do for you? <sighs> All I wanted to say is. I think Tom would do an amazing job on the radio, but it's not going to happen. Oh, okay. So you guys don't need to start a petition or anything. Oh, all right. I guess that's all I wanted to say. Well, yeah. well, it was well worth pulling over, Diane. <laughs> well, there you go. That's, <laughs> right, that's the end of the conversation. That's right. Move on yeah. to the next topic. Yes, Dave. I have spoken. Uh, there you go. All right, you have spoken. Okay, good. Yes. Well, that's fine. The rest of her family listens. Diane doesn't. Oh, that's okay. No, that's fine. Then how does she know you're any good at it? She Who? said it was you. You I were know good he's at it, very good. I've heard him on the radio. Oh, okay. But it stresses him out so much. It does well that he get he actually gets sick. I do not get See, sick. He, he can't I don't. do it. I can I'm not do talking it. to you. I'm talking to Dave. <laughs> okay. I'm with you. See? Yeah. <laughs> and so it, it gets right. him sick, okay. and then yeah. I start stressing now, out over yeah, it. Now you no. see the difference? You see That when, was five years when ago, I'm on not the air, anymore. When I'm on the air, it's the audience that gets sick. So <laughs> it's a little bit different. And, and your guests. Oh, oh the guests, of course. Oh, well, see, the guests can't recover. It's different for you. I rarely say anything anymore. I, I get my guess. I don't on the talk radio? about it. It's I'm stressful talking to, Dave. to her. Oh, she's talking to me. Excuse me. What'd you say, Diane? Diane? I, I said it's different for you. Why? 
you you don't stress yourself out over it. No, because I know nobody's listening. I don't care. I know this is our third phone call today. Yeah, uh, like we have something to do. With there it, you right? go. Yeah, might be. Might be. Maybe I should do this more often. I mean, Diane's See? a trifecta. There yeah. you go. Well, I am going now. Yeah. Are you going shopping, Diane? I am. Well, uh, I have a list of my sizes and colors that I like. I'll give them to Tom. So when you pick them up. Did you, uh, you like the go. blue shirt I got you last year? It was year. very nice. It was very good. It was, I never found blue shirt. It was yeah. green. Yeah, you you don't have to do that because I don't really care. Okay, good, Diane. Good. And what uh, what did we have for breakfast? Was, it, was there something in the orange juice this morning? <laughs> uh, no, no. Had a banana. No, I know. I know. I never call. Leave right? a banana out of this, Tom. Okay. No, I know you never do, but I'm glad you did today. I love you. Thank well, you for I, calling. Well, I heard you guys debating over yeah, whether Tom should have a show, and I said I should just settle this for the mic. Well, I'm glad you did. Good for you. God bless you. <laughs> Thank you very much, okay. Diane. All right, and happy Hanukkah. All right. Happy Hanukkah. You too. All right. Okay. Good yonder. See you later, Bob. Well, today's okay. the last day. Let's get back this is the last to day of city Hanukkah. issues with But Jay. this is the this last is day of Hanukkah. This Jay, what really are we going to do next year? What's going to happen? What's, what are some of the things you're hoping to accomplish with the council? Yeah, well, one, we just want to make sure that, um, you know, I think that we could be heading into um, just reading the tea leaves at a state and federal level. I think there could be some economic challenges coming down the, yeah, the line. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, I was really impressed with um, – a lot of what the mayor's done in terms of building up some of the reserves, some of the stabilization accounts, that's something that, um, you know, I know I've been very vocal about over my time on council. I think yeah. we need to continue that. I think the biggest thing right now is we're going to have a new council, and the new council is going to be is the three we mentioned, but we have to, you know, Kelly Bennett, who served one term as the Ward 2 councilor, she did a tremendous job, had a huge impact in two years. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, Rick Conti, who's been on, I believe, 14 years. Mm -hmm. uh, he's moving on, so wish him the best. He was a real champion for the uh, senior population, yep, yep. champion for capital improvements. Him and I butted heads an awful lot. But we always ended up in a pretty good place in the end. Yep, yep. I know personally I'm going to miss him. I think he had, uh, he had a really uh, unique way of approaching some of the subject matters and looking at things through a different lens. And I think that helped some of us look at it differently too. Uh, and of course, Peter Blair after 24 years is walking. Yeah. Imagine that. So, huh? You know, yeah. it's going to be weird not having Peter on that. Council. Now, now are you running for, for head council head or uh, president? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am. And you know, hopefully, um, you know, my peers and my colleagues on the council thought I've done it, uh, Good enough job to um, continue, but we'll see what happens on uh, January second. I'd, I'd like to continue. I think guys, we got a lot of lot of things accomplished this year, and it was a really challenging term. Is that know? is that vote is that done in, during a meeting? During yeah, a it's during meeting? the first meeting. So they vocally do it. Or yep. They, yeah, okay. Yep. It's a roll call yeah. vote. So someone will nominate. Um, you know, hopefully Maybe someone an will opponent nominate. Yeah. yeah. And, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Okay. You know, but right. I think. Um, It'll be president and vice president, so we'll see what happens there. But uh, regardless how that comes out, mm -hmm. we still got a lot of work to do, and mm -hmm. 
this Sarah Lynn and I will be the most senior members on the council at this uh-huh. point, both going yeah. on our sixth mm-hmm. term. Uh-huh. So uh, yeah, there's a lot going on and there'll continue to be a lot, but I think the council's building a pretty good rapport with uh, the administration, which is gonna be important. Not always gonna agree, but at least being able to have the conversation is gonna be uh, vital going forward. Yeah, you need to have the open conversation about yep. what's happening. Very cool. Um, and uh, are you going to be voting for him for president of Congress? I, if I still lived in Adelboro, of course. No, I you would. wouldn't. I mean, I don't get to vote. It's only the counselors exactly who vote. Right. For I just him. wanted to check to make but sure. But I will know. tell you that when I was here, I was at Ward 5, and I always voted for Laura Dolan, who I think is terrific. Yeah. And I always voted, uh, always well, excuse got me, I just got a text city from, uh, from Diane, right? Yeah. Said, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope she's not no. texting and driving. No, I miss Attleboro. Laura Dolan was saying about And Diane yeah. will testify that when I'm in Middleborough, I always, honey, I have to go. I got to go pick up the newspaper. I'll be back. You know, yep. so I, I come to Attleboro to do errands, to be in the city that I lived in for yeah. God, 20 yeah. some years, yeah. ever since we were here, I That's think, right. pretty yep. much. Yep. yep. So, so but I fun. mean, I still keep in touch with him. I yeah. would love to attend meetings. Um, well, you could do it online, first of all, you know. Yes, I have watched. watched and that's, yeah. it, it's not good not when you're driving to Salem yeah. Hospital. No, no, you don't watch, to, yeah, watch yeah, the city yeah, council yeah, meeting. No, Tom, you don't watch it in the car. Yeah, yeah. I do. I put it no, right no, up on my No, no, please tell me you don't. No, no, no. no, no, no I don't no, hold on to it. No, no, please tell me you don't. No. Okay, I don't. So what's Santa bringing you for Christmas? Well, Dave? I think uh, I'm hoping yeah. very much. When an officer uh, comes up to my window and says, "Hey, you know why I stopped yet?" And I, and no. you say, "Wait, wait, oh, yeah. can, can this wait till the commercial?" <laughs> yeah, I'm, wait, Excuse I'm me. waiting for the vote. They're yeah. going to vote. Jadel making a point here. Can he at least wait for the ticket? You know, <laughs> I have been stopped, and I've been watching city council, and and they're like, and you know, I don't make an excuse, but being a medical courier, yep. For Miller's Express and having blood in the car has gotten me out of a lot of uh, tense moments. That's well. What why? I'll say. Why are you having tense moments? Well, why are you driving at a speed that gets somebody's attention? Why would you do that? I think it's my. You realize own you're bringing you're bringing vital fluids to someone else who didn't know yes. how to freaking drive either. You know, that's a good point. And I believe, like just the other day, I brought, I mean, I'm bringing kidneys to Mass General and I'm bringing lungs to hospitals where the, yeah. you don't even have to get out of the car. The doctor is right there. Thank you. And I, actually I feel do like I'm helping someone. Just the other day, I brought. But if you have an accident on the way, Tom, yeah. because your foot was heavy. Yeah, that's true. That's really, you know, the responsibility is yeah. very important. You're right. I agree. No, you don't. I haven't gotten in an accident. I just Oh, been, well, then. That's it. I, I have. That's I have, it. I have been stopped. Like, you're in Cambridge, and sir. Why, you why, went, did, why did you why? go through that red light? And oh, good. Red lights, too. Good. But you know what? I'll nice. tell you what I tell Ryan. Yeah. Red lights and stop signs are not suggestions. <laughs> That's good. Now, how's like Ryan that? doing? He's by awesome. The way. Yeah, he's awesome. He hasn't been here in a while. Uh, well, the problem is not the problem, but he has track, so he's at track practice right now. Yeah, you know. So, uh, and then he works at Miller's Roast Beef. 
and oh, we're cool. in the uh, middle of college application. Uh-oh. Well, good. Get know. ready. Start start saving. Oh, yeah. You can keep that 50. I don't Thank you. See, that's, <laughs> that's why I brought it up. Ryan's not going to college. I just didn't want to pay you back. He's a good <laughs> young man yeah we're really proud yeah. of him and you, you know? have done a wonderful job and um, dave mrs delicio's done a great job yeah. i'm just there for the well ride. i just i admire that i yeah. have a son in texas that i do my best i've been down there a few times and yeah. he's been here yeah yeah dave yeah. helped me a lot with my son well, nice. well yeah it, it's nice because uh, we, got, we have a whole situation where where Ryan, I've told you, yep. reminds me of Nick a lot. Yeah. A lot of them yeah. reminds me of Nick. He's, uh, and, uh, and, and he's a great kid. He, we're really lucky. And people are like, no, you it's are. not luck. I'm like, there's a lot of luck that goes into it. You know, we, we well, yeah. kind of set the stage. We try to do the right thing. Um, I still haven't found that parent manual. I'm looking oh, yeah, for it. Ha- yeah, can't, yeah. can't find it. Yeah, I'm still but, looking um, for it too. No, it's yeah. just we're so proud of him, and he's really taken the college uh, selection process really seriously. And he's looking at Babson, Bryant, uh, Endicott. What do you want to? Uh, what's his major going to be? Um, getting out of the house. Oh, I think that's cool. really, no, Very I'm just good. kidding. <laughs> uh, no, he wants to go into marketing, and um, oh, you know cool. his college essay is really kind of a cool. It's kind of he's, he calls it the uh, lessons learned from a city hall brat. Uh, and it talked about growing up in this political lifestyle and how along the way he found out who he is and what he likes to do, and which is he loves living a life of service, volunteering, and whether it's youth commission or the diaper drives, food drives, 10-mile river cleanup. But then along the way, all the stuff that we've done through the campaigns, he made that connection to the marketing piece of it. And when he went to Attleboro High as a freshman, he had to do market, like a CTE program. Yeah. And uh, he took marketing, fell in love with it. And the, sweater, the sweatshirt I'm wearing is yeah. uh, the pink blue Bombardier's yeah. uh, sweatshirt. He you know, got this for me because he had a hand in designing it. And why is it pink? Uh, for breast cancer awareness. Very you know? cool. And um, so I'm a, I'm a larger fellow. You know, and he's got his... And he's got his uh, his own personality, you know, gregarious, yeah, uh, f- funny and and friendly, and makes for a great salesman. Yeah, well, well you know, marketing's a fancy word, Josh salesman. Yeah, I, yeah, and of course, you know, but like he's into the design f- facets of it as yep, well. He yep. uh, his class redesigned the Attleboro High School logo a couple of years ago, and oh, like yeah. he wears that like a badge of honor. Sure, and it's just great to see that passion at such a young age, and. Yep. You know, he's got a he's in a twenty thirty class, which is really civics and current events. I've had the opportunity to speak there and just to see like how engaged he is in a different um, area has just and, been and awesome. And it's great, you know, it's 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 not as common as it should be, but it's great to know that uh, for him to know how much you respect and love him, uh, but also as a dad, I know to feel that your son looks up not looks up to you but respects what you do and cherishes uh the contribution you've made that's great yeah and and i had a conversation with one of my buddies whose kids a couple years younger than ryan and i said look when there's different phases of fatherhood Mm -hmm. there's daddy you know like when the child is young it's daddy then transitions to dad and now as he's getting older and going off in a high school uh getting out of high school and college it transitions more into a mentor and then, you know, we'll see what happens after college. But it's just been a great ride. But it's nice to be able to, because uh, talk about communication, sitting on the council and yeah. talking to each other. Same thing certainly is true in raising 
raising your kids. Yeah. They, they need to be able to. Uh, my rule, well, I didn't have to worry about it, but my rule used to be you can speak any way you want to me, yep. but you show respect and care to everybody else. Agreed. You want to vent, vent it to me. Yep. Be no problem. And one thing that he's taken away, and Peter Blair says this a lot, and it's kind of been my motto too, is you can disagree without being disagreeable. And for him to take that away, I think that's a pretty great light. If that's the only thing he took out of this life style that we live, takes all the fun out of my existence, though. Can you see <laughs> yeah. someday... Jay will still be the council president, or he could be the mayor someday. You never know. So we have Mayor Delicio, maybe eight years from now, and the son, Ryan, gets through college, gets his own place. He's living in Ward 3, runs for Ward 3 council. He's on the council. Now you got the mayor and a city councilor. In the same family. So here's what I, I say. I'll explain that to the new to the mayor when she comes in next week. <laughs> yeah. About how you well, have that at that all point planned. she will probably retire, or run for sheriff. Uh, oh no! Now you're like <laughs> Diane. She's telling you what you're going to do. We're going to take a break. Uh, we'll be back. Thank you, Jay, for being. Thanks I know you're going to get over both. to the to the Christmas uh, dinner. Uh, stay tuned. We've got more. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Second hour, Candy Company. You and me on the radio until noontime today. Want to say good morning, good morning to all police and fire personnel, civil servants, healthcare employees, and good old number 41. Merry Christmas. And uh, directly across from me this morning is my buddy, Thomas Joyce Rafferty, <laughs> attending good today. Morning. I asked him to come in and uh, just hang out and uh, sort of co-host and have some laughs. I forgot what we were talking about off air. I forgot what we, we, we were talking about. We were talking about Dan and Linda's dinner. Ah, that's right. And that's coming up. Now you're going to stop over there. Yes. Right? Good. Yep. Great. He always asks me to come over. Yeah, I, yeah. We don't over and you're going to have a, gonna have a, a, a little dinner? bit. Yeah. I'm, you know, good, good. I eat only protein now, so I'm not. have a teeny oh, bit of turkey. I didn't know possibly. you just protein. Yeah. Now, yeah. How much weight have you lost this time now? You've had a lot of. Now, see, you're just. Now, see, I'm well, not. This time is the last time. All I'm right, not well, going to allow myself. All right, of of the other times you've done it. I even told the I, folks I, where I, I go doing? that I'd stay here forever. You know, I just keep going and paying the money and go. Okay, right. That's the only way. I'm, I'm sorry gonna, I asked you, Tom. I've I'm lost sorry. about fifty-three and a half. Yeah, no, that's pounds. great. Yeah. Well, that's it's good. Great. I, yeah, you know, yeah, it's good. I'm watching some of these ads on TV. I think there's Golo and another uh, lady gets up there and says. I lost 160 pounds, <laughs> and I'm saying, but look at her now. How freaking big was she have been? <laughs> yeah. Well, if I had just listened to you back in 1990 when you said, Tom, t Tom, great, great having you for lunch. Half a sandwich, my friend? Maybe just a half. <laughs> Honey, bring Tom another sandwich. <laughs> so this is, the last, this, is, uh, this is the last day of Hanukkah. Is it really? Yes, it is. Well, and happy so, Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Good Yontif to everybody. To Ron Yeah, and a whole bunch of them. That's yeah. exactly right. A whole bunch I, of pals. Yeah. I, and, of course, I always... Um, I love Jewish people. Do you know that? I think they're the smartest people ever in the world. You good. Know? And I... Yeah. Well, Einstein was Jewish. So maybe was he really? Way. I didn't know that. But they were... And I... Had a very good friend who was Jewish who taught me that 
Jewish people, their parents really, really, really pushed them. Well, you to know, you succeed. know, you know, this is all very. Nobody cares. Yeah, well, no, it's not that. It's just that it's kind of you know, it's like saying you know all Irishmen are drunks, or all stereotypical. You know, yeah, yeah, it's really okay, right. Not, not. Yeah. I know you're you not mean, a drunk. I know what you mean. You're not the typical Irish guy. Well, there you go. Now, see, now you're back to the stereotypes again. I'm not a typical well, Irish guy. Well, you learn that doesn't make it true. Exactly, which is what I'm trying to point out to you is that not mm-hmm. necessarily. There are good parents and bad parents, right. regardless of yeah. their ethnicity. Or you don't talk a lot about your parents. I know you said that you're. Well, you I do your a mom. whole show about my father's jokes. Well, that's father. true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've yeah, seen my, that show. My that's father was funny. a was a hell fellow, well met. He, he was a he was an MC and a, and a singer and a really and a performer and. A, when he was in uh, in the war, he was he ran the NCO club, emceed all the shows. That's where he got all his material. Mm-hmm. You know. My father was a America love it or leave it. Uh, ah, he was a yeah, yeah. American Legion guy. Yeah, he was a Barry Goldwater. He voted for Goldwater. He he mellowed as the years went on. I think. Uh, but he was a worker. He worked and he retired at 55 years old. He was very smart, wealthy with money. Good. As and opposed to wealthy with dry <laughs> good? What is that? Wealthy no, with he just was, you know, a lot of people feared my dad as well as the four children, <laughs> you know, feared him. He was a, a tough guy. Yeah. And he, you know, uh, but we learned, there were times, we had good times, there were times when he'd mellow out, we'd go to a ball game or something, but, you know, he, mm-hmm. and my mother, oh my God, she was a peach. She just, you know, just the sweetest. She was, I am You were her favorite. Uh, yeah, I bet you were I don't her know favorite. if I was her favorite. You had four of them, you said four? Yeah, there okay, were four. And one of your brothers passed, right? Yes, he okay, passed so away. Okay, so there was three of them. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And how about your sister, where is she? Uh, I have an older sister in upstate New York still. Okay. I have a younger sister in Cranston. All right. Good. And she's doing good. Yeah. And I think I went to her house for your birthday, right? You met her a few times. Have I? Okay. I remember going to her house for your birthday. You joked around with her and you, you know, you met some of our family down there that day. Yeah. You were great. You, you know, you're always welcome. Well, it's the only party I've ever been invited to, so I had to go. (laughs) Nobody ever invites me. They don't invite you? No. No, I would invite no. you. I said to Dan, you know, for the mm-hmm. community Christmas meal today mm-hmm. at 11 o'clock, I said, you know, maybe you'd like me to drop by. He said, no, that's okay. We don't really, <laughs> we don't really need you here. But I'm going mm-hmm. to go anyway because mm-hmm. I want to, you know. People, I think yeah. I'm, when I first met you, I was a little nervous. You hey. hired me. But you were so you know, dynamic you were, like the callers, you know, the more times you, I just remember a lot of the, you had definite values and opinions that you have always espoused to. I think you've mellowed quite a bit. I'm not as... I find, I have people say that, but you know, what I think has happened, um, at least on the air I'm talking about, is that over the years people have gotten used to me. They're not surprised mm-hmm. right. with what I do. Mm-hmm. They used to be surprised before. 
Now I do something. And, oh, yeah, I'm not surprised you can't yeah. do that or whatever it is. Right. Yeah, it's not so much that I've mellowed. I mean, maybe yeah. I have a little bit. I my I've wife, listened to you. My wife would say that I've, that mm-hmm. I've mellowed, possibly, but mm-hmm. I never thought. I that. get a little... I... Tom, Tom, you're well, on the radio. Can you I talk? I know. Well, you were... Well, can you talk? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sometimes when you get a little heated, I, I worry about you because, you know, you're... <laughs> You're your age, I'm my age, and I don't, you know, I, I always feel like, you know, I, I kind of, I know you fairly well. I don't know everything about you, but I, and there's stuff I really don't know, which is none of my business. No, basically. I don't know. Why, why haven't you uh, done this with uh, with Paul Healy? Why haven't you co-hosted with him? I He's have. On that. I co-hosted have. with him? I've been in on his show a few times, many times. Him and I have done the parade on television and radio. We did the Attleboro Parade uh, a few years ago together. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, I would love to do color commentary with Paul. I'm one of the, like a football or basketball, but I really don't know enough about the kids. Make it up. That's how I do, make it up. Hmm. Yeah, right. Oh, you, you were... I think one of the best things I remember about you is remember when you used to take that imaginary book and people would call you and you would go, you know, yeah, it was like, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, Just years later, yeah, you, it, it's yeah. become, uh, what's his name, Steve the Medium. Yeah, but yeah, you were yeah, Steve yeah. the Medium yeah, well, way back when you were like, ma'am, yeah, ma'am, yeah, yeah. what? W- the husband. Yeah. He, he, why? Why the library so yeah, much? Yeah, that was my Rami you know? scam. Oh my stuff. god, yeah, we had a lot so. of fun. We're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we've got more with Tom Rafferty and you and me on the radio. By the way, why don't you chime in? 508 To my left. Your right is look at the radio is Dominic from 4D Sports. Good morning, Mr. Do- Dominic. Good morning, Mr. Kane. How's it by you, sir? Uh, outstanding. Yeah, and, and uh, D- Tom is sort of co-hosting today. Nice. And I know you mm-hmm. were talking to him about... Now, every week, I do the same dumb joke. Yeah. At noon, I say that you brought a bunch of punk kids in. <laughs> <laughs> and I say, where's my wallet? I watch for my wallet. Right. Yep. Yeah. And then I go out there and I throw them out of the room. That's right. It's pretty cool. I tell them to get out. (laughs) (laughs) But they like it. They do. Right? Yeah. They have absolutely no respect for me, but I'm used to that. If you can get through the tough exterior, (laughs) Dave, there's there's (laughs) a little lamb in there that... No, no, no. That's interesting because these kids... Tell me about... People hear 4D Sports and they, they hear some of it, but... Tell me exactly what you're doing with these kids. So we're bringing kids from all around Southeastern Mass, of course, not at the same time. Yeah. And we're promoting their, could be football, could be baseball, could be youth, Pop Warner football, youth baseball, cheerleading, gymnastics, anything, whatever the program, as long as it's positive. Sport-related? Sports-related, positive. So you wouldn't have someone like me who is a thespian. (laughs) That's a big word for me. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> we just, we that word. Yeah, I know. For the longest time, you dated a thespian, didn't know who she was. Yeah, <laughs> <I know>. yeah. 
Okay, I'm going to go look up that word. When okay, you there you go. If I can spell it. Yeah. So, so I mean, it's all about sports. Kids are into sports. Right. Yeah. High school youth sports and the times you could catch us here on the radio at night. If there's no programming, uh, Jim Jones, who supports us, oh my, it's unbelievable. He's a great he, job, man. He does. So we'll go out and do we'll do the Atterborough Little League championship game, the rec game. We'll go do the Taunton East Taunton West championship game. We'll go to Freetown Lakeville. Do their uh, championship game, their rec championship game, not uh, their all-star game. Yeah. So it gives little Johnny to get on the radio, and n- Mommy, Nana, and Grandpa could be listening from California, but yeah. they go to the podcast. Oh, they great, can hear, great. Oh, yeah, I love it. Then we ask them the same silly questions. What's your favorite food? Who's your favorite sports yeah. guy? And stuff sure. like that. So, you know, we that's one thing. Like right now we're doing hockey. We're doing high school hockey with, with our Bridgewater Random. So we, we get out there, you know. We're going to cover Whitman Hanson, boys basketball. We'll do a little bit of Brockton. So we get, we get out there, you know. We try to cover as much as we can. What are the rinks that you're using? I mean, hockey has got to be a sport where either the school can, can afford to have a big ice skating rink. Where do they go to play ice hockey? Well, it, dep- it depends. In the Bridgewater area where we're at, you, um, the Bridgewater Ice Arena, there's this company that owns all these rings. I think the one, you know, the new one in Attleboro, well, fairly new. I think that ownership actually owns the ones in Raynham, the ones in Bridgewater, the ones in Brockton. Mm. And then you have Canton has a brand new uh, ice arena. So um, to, get to, your, to get to your question, I mean, they're everywhere. They're, they're about everywhere. And everyone has their own hometown, you know, mm-hmm. you know where, they, where, where their home, where their home rink is, if you will, you know. I wonder how that boy is doing who suffered the, you know, uh, where was it? I can't remember the, the city or the town, but he had a very, very, I think he's a quadriplegic now or a paraplegic. Oh, really? Remember? It was... That was a while ago. Yes. Right? Maybe three or four years ago. He went to a special hospital for a while. Yeah. Where what was that taunt? What was no, that? What was that? It, what was it? What kind of uh, injury was that? I think it was a neck injury. Yeah, okay, yeah. he went yeah. flying right into. Was the, he? Was he in hockey? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. One yep. of the boards. I think his yep. blade caught the edge the wrong way, and he fell more yep. than the yep. kid yep. was trying to hit him. The kid, the other kid, was trying to catch his balance. Yeah. So he got the worst of it, head first. I'm trying to remember the name of the what, what the high school was. Mm-hmm. Wasn't Bridgewater? No, it wasn't Bridgewater. No. I I think it was. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was a South Shore team. I don't think it was a North mm-hmm. Shore team. I'm just trying to remember the name of the mm-hmm. name of the kid. Name of the name of the kid that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Boy. Well, I just wonder. I mean, the, it's not in the headlines anymore. I'm sure right. he's still making progress. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. you you really hope for for the very very best for oh, someone absolutely. like him. Absolutely. Is that your phone? Not my. Phone. No, that's mine. I'll put it. Oh yeah, well, yeah, but the first time I did it, you didn't think they'd shut it off, or <laughs> I mean, the first time I rang it, anyway. okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> mine's still vibrate from the hockey game. From yeah, Tuesday I got, night. yeah, I've got mine over <laughs> here. Yeah. Um, and so, so this young kid, and this is terrible. I have a yeah, kid like that, awful. and the thing is that he's not being able to do that anymore. Too. Yeah, that has to be tough when you, you know, doing it at a young age, and that's all you know. The throwing all you skates. want. All you yeah, want, yeah. You know, that's, yeah. Feel bad for that, but like you said, I, I, you haven't heard nothing bad. You heard they're making progress, they're making money. Typical stuff you you hear when mm-hmm. an injury like that happens with a young yeah, kid. Yeah. You know, oh, he got a ton of donations. Remember, yeah. people were 
yeah. contributing to his rehabilitation. Now, what was the, what was the speaking of uh, to-dos, what was the punchline with uh, your umpire thing um, <laughs> last summer? What, what was that about? I mean, what, what ended up being the... Oh, we just didn't go back. I just got together with... So we, I'll try to I'll try to make this so I won't bore anybody, bore yeah. anybody quick so you won't lose listeners. So <laughs> no, he already went to sleep. He already went to sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, you know, we had the alt- altercation. I you know where to, to, I'm sorry, at Taunton Western Little League, which we had contracts with because we just that we may be a Taunton Greater Taunton ABUA, but we're a national board. We're just a charter from ABUA. So uh, we met with the mayor. They came up with a proposal. I said I came. I said as president, I said. I can't make up. I got to go back to my membership. I got to see what the membership wants to do. So we went back to the membership, and all of a sudden, all these kids started telling me stories. Well, remember the time I went to the concession booth? That kid told me to go stick it. Yeah. yeah. That, apparently, he didn't say that, but told me to go stick it. And then this other parent confronted me from another team, and I'm looking at the schedule. And long story short, they voted no. The mayor was disappointed. And the biggest thing that happened, I, it's funny you said that, because I just did a. Um, a news with a news in a, a news interview, a phone interview with Baseball Digest about yeah, the same yeah, thing. Yeah. And now this is we're talking about umpires mainly yes. about umpires yep. getting uh, hassled and and, and Harassed, assaulted yeah. and harassed and everything else from these parents. Right. <laughs> Trying to teach their kids good sportsmanship. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you did the interview. Yeah. Yep. Did the interview, and the biggest thing I wanted to point out is that. The team that won and the team that the team that lost, of course, they could care less about what was transpiring when the drunks were following the guys to the car. Is uh, there were board members on each team? You got to yeah. take your board member. You got to take your coaching hat off, and become a board member, because now you're affecting your your little league, sure. you know, your, your charter. And not one of them made an effort to go out and stop that. And I thought that was that was the biggest thing I wanted to point out in that yeah. interview. Yeah. You know, and then of course the president. Well, the president. Well, we'll get police. We'll bring a police escort to do the game. I'm like, this is little league. Yeah, you're talking about paying. Yeah, <laughs> you're talking about paying for a police escort for a little league game. I won't have the parents show. Oh, that's great. Now the parents can't go because you're going to put all those other parents have to suffer. Yeah, for those other knuckleheads. Hideous. Hideous. Yeah. So long story short, I, you know, I kind of mentioned it up, and oh, my board jumped all over. You want to do what? You mm-hmm. want to? I'm like, well, I thought we'd like. Uh, Stick out the olive branch and no, yep, no, yep, no. And yep. th- so they have to find their own umpires. They have to find out. They have to do their own due So you won't be doing any games at in Taunton West. Taunton West. We'll do the East. We'll do Lakeville. We'll do Middleborough. We'll but do they Bridgewater. found other umpires who they who did. filled in. What the hell is that about? That is about people um, that care more about the money. So the normal stipend for Little League game is fifty bucks. I was finding out they were doubling that price to get guys to fill in their rec games in their in-house tournaments to raise mm-hmm. money, to to have officials there. And then when we did the um, the oh, what do you call it? We, no, not a, not a members not a membership. We went down to the Taunton Green and we we did a, a recruitment cr- thing. Brig- well, more like recruitment, more like people aware with the. New law, um, oh, yeah, yeah, one one seven one oh one one seven five to make them aware. I reached out to a bunch of politicians, and there were four different bills, but they all said the same thing: if you harass somebody, you could do two to five years in prison and a hundred thousand dollar fine. And there's what two hundred or, or more than that, two ninety three in the state. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, 
maybe 41 the four different bills i got 20 more to sign on to a couple more bills yeah gave mother you know the emails kissed their butt at the same time tried yeah, to yeah. push the issue how it's important and i was really impressed that I, at least i got 20 people to jump on one of those bills i don't know you know just sitting there in the senate or whatever in the state house so they're still waiting for those, still uh, waiting those, for someone yeah, to look at sure. it they're gonna try yeah. to put them all together and yeah, figure, know, it yeah. figure it out. Figure it out. Because there's a lot of people that lo- there are actually good officials that love to do it. And, you know, again, you don't get paid a big stump and stipend to pay your car payment or your mortgage, but you do it because you love to do it. It's fun. Yeah. You know, but all those guys say, see you later. I don't need this. I don't want to do this no more. That's why you see the football games being played on Thursdays instead of Fridays oh, now. Oh, that's right. Because yeah. they don't have anybody, you know. Um, now, the reason the parents are getting upset, taunting, you know, f- being very upset with these umpires is because they feel the referees made a mistake exactly. in their call or they, yeah. you know, whatever it was, it cost my son the game. And, exactly. But they don't have the technology like the major leagues to have instant replay, to really watch it and really correct It's a little league, Tom. I know. Well, yeah. that's my I mean, that's point. the point. No, the point is so, it's a little league. It's hideous that these people, this is not a billion-dollar game. a question. My yeah. question is how often do you feel the umpires are absolutely referees, umpire, field judge, whatever you want to say, are correct in their call and the crowd is – not good, you know. They're they're not being good sports. Over ninety uh, percent, I would say. You say because you got to you got to add in human error. God knows I've done it before, where I've jumped mm-hmm. a call, and I said to myself, and I teach the other kids, you can't mm-hmm. you can't make you can't do a makeup call because all my buddies bust my chops. Oh, you're gonna get that that makeup call because you're checking out that mother in the third row and her mm-hmm. her team yeah. <laughs> her team just is it, well. The other thing is, and this is, I mean, what I know about. Sports, I could stick on my right ear. I mean, last time I played baseball, I didn't even get a touchdown. So, but he's not kidding. But, <laughs> but here's the thing: it doesn't matter what the percentage is. They're the ref, or they're the ump, and their word goes. Period. That's you true. can see it and not like it. You can see it, and they can be, you know, they could be out on the field with a seeing eye dog, as right. the joke goes. But if you're the ump or you're the ref. That's it is. It. It's law. It's yeah. law. Yeah. I mean, when you have a two-man system and you're playing on a big diamond, you can check with the other umpire. Hey, can you help me out? You know, the base umpire's in the middle of the diamond, and you got a plate guy, and you're coming around watching the kid leave the box, and you know the kid took his foot off, and the other coach wants to check it. You can help out the other guy. Because mm-hmm. you want to get it right. You don't want to take the bat out of a kid's hand or yeah. take a runaway or something. So the base, what's the, is it like in baseball, is it primarily the home plate umpire? according to the crowd, has made a bad call with a strike or did something where the batter thinks that, you know, that wasn't a strike. Is that what it is? Or with football, it could be something else, right? Oh, yeah, it could be it could be multiple things. Well, yeah, they football. don't have a lot of strikes in football. <laughs> no, yeah, but, that would be, yeah. You know, I, I, the only example I can make is a lot of people watched the Patriots game last week when they played, uh, who did they just beat? Pittsburgh. Oh, Pittsburgh, yeah. And who was it? Was it that game where one of the guys was offside? That was Kansas City. Yeah. Oh, that was Kansas City. That right. guy was oh, big that's time right. offside. He, well, you, you could see his foot was yeah. over the line. And he had thrown that touchdown pass, and KC was a hit. Well, I never saw Mahomes get so upset. You know, that's where you get to apply the two-minute rule. You're a professional athlete. Look into everything before you explode. And 
You know, yeah, I mean? chill, take a break. Exactly. I mean, I was like, trust me, there were times where uh, when I was coaching, I'd lose it, but I, but I was also umpiring at the time, and I was coaching my kids' team, and I look at the kid, I know he's a junior umpire, I know he's always trying, I know him, and I was like, you know what, I've been behind the plate, I know what that poor guy's going through. I shut my mouth and hope, you hope that he sees what he's what he can see. And it's all positioning. you got to know the situation where to be. The hardest thing is if you're in a rundown, and, you know, there's these, and it's first and second, you get yourself out there as close as you can, and you're trying to see the back tag him, you tag him in the back. Yeah, I can't yeah. tell. You can't see it. Right, yeah. so you're hoping yeah. you can see a shirt move, maybe hear the pat of yep. hitting his, you know, his yep. back or whatever. How, do, how does the crowd think they can see it any better being, you know, out there right. as opposed to a umpire sitting seven feet away? I mean. I got a good joke for you guys. Do I have do I have time? Of course you do. So my mentor, Mike Paliuka, who started this Greater Taunton ABUA, was doing a game actually at the West. And it was a long time. It was when these kids were playing. So he's filling in for an um, being an umpire, and the parents are going, oh, my God, what's going on? Ooh. And in, at the West, the bleachers are kind of higher, if you will, you know, not more level, but higher. Mike looks over, sees the parent, stops the game. He goes up right in the crowd with all his umpire gear on, just right next to the girl, or I think it was a girl. He says, plate, looks at the catcher, looks at the pitcher, pitcher looks at the batter. Okay, so the batter steps in the box, it throws, a, it throws the pitch. Ball, what do you think of that pitch? <laughs> right? And the lady's like, oh, um, right. Throws it on, strike. That's a pretty good pitch, huh? Then he leans over, and Mike was like a hard-nosed Sicilian, like when he lost his temper, yeah, yeah. he lost his temper, leans over to the girl. Kind of hard to see it from up here, huh? Gotta take a break. When we come back, we got just a little bit more. I know I don't want to hold you. Like, you got stuff you got to do. Yes, sir. But I wanted to. Um, Thank oh, you for having me. All right, I'll let you go so you don't have to wait for the break. Um, <laughs> thanks for coming in. Thank and uh, you. do me a favor, keep your kids away from my I wallet. I try and tell these kids uh, to watch them. All right, you and me on the radio till noontime, and uh, the 4D sports people will be on here. Right at noontime, right after we're. Yeah, that's a good show. It is. And he it does is. great work with and the those kids. The kids do a great job. Yeah. Though, but it's nice to have people around and care about. You know, I was missing everybody. $6 when he first started, too. I, I know, but you've got to be careful. No, yeah, yeah. But, I but lost then you it. find it. Wasn't it wasn't yeah. his fault. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> it's not him, it's the kids at the punk right. kids. You can't trust them. Okay, we're <laughs> almost at the end of the year, Dave. Who are your top five good people, best influencers? Hardest workers in Attleboro. Oh, I top I, five. I don't know. I mean, uh, to me, the people that are doing the work, like mm-hmm. Kelly, and and Dan mm-hmm. McCarty and Linda, and and, yeah. and uh, the other people, and we and we have a, a really great collection of elected officials. Yes, who get do. it? You want to hear my top three or four? I would be wonderful. Uh, right up there is. Um, he is a lawyer, and Jackie Romanicki will remind me who it is. She will text me. Oh, oh, about, Jesus! I can't believe. I'm talking about. He's been on. My you just said to me you were going. You just said to me I have the well, job, and now one you of can't them. remember his name. Jackie Romanicki has been a a person in Attleboro for many years who chairs vital. She's on a lot of committees. Mm-hmm. She goes back to the nineties. ARA commission. Yeah. Every she, time I heard ARA, yeah. I thought it was awesome. Oh my gosh, she was on the school committee for many, yep. many years. Yep. 
She's on the building commission. And she's she going to is, text you right now and tell you the name yes, of the person who you find so, who is, you are so impressed with that you can't remember his yeah. name. Well, he's the chairman yeah. of the Attleboro School Building Committee. He was instrumental in moving the $260 million school along. She okay. knows. Give me, okay, Jackie, now give me, yeah. now give me um, Jackie, somebody Jackie, I love because yeah. she's, you know, at her age, she's still, I'm, I'm not saying she's old or anything, <laughs> but she, she's on committees that make very At her age, they haven't put her she's in a home yet. She's put her in a Redevelopment home authority as well. Yeah. And I, I think, and she volunteers. She was out holding signs for various candidates. Yeah. And she's a wonderful guest. I've had her on a couple of times. She's yep. been on your program. No. Yes, she has. No. You don't remember. No. She was on your show. When? Um, I think a couple of years ago at least. So. Okay. All right. And who else? I think... Uh, I believe. Well, I mean, you said you had top three. First guy you can't I think remember. Paul Hero being the sheriff. And, second and second person is Jackie. Now, yeah, Paul, yeah. I like because he aspired to something higher and he went out and got it. He had the experience and he wasn't afraid to, you know, take the flack. And he's, and he's the sheriff, and he beat the long-term sheriff, sure which did. nobody think, thought he could. Nobody you're the one that could. actually said. Like three or four years ago, he would make a good share. I absolutely think that yeah. it was it was a great move so, for everybody. For Jim Jones is another one. I, I I admire the folks on the Attleboro Rotary who are in that. Um, Jim and uh, a few of the others. And, and so and so, we, we, well, as I started yeah. to say, these people that. Mm -hmm. They care about somebody else besides themselves. Yeah. Uh, Ron Straminsky, right? I think, is still... He's, icon he's iconic. As he a, is iconic. He's iconic. Everybody yeah. knows Ron, Ron is, and what he's contributed. Yeah. Mayor Kevin Dumas, I still admire because of the work that he does, unbeknownst to anybody. He goes around and does things, doesn't tell anybody, does mm -hmm. a lot of good works, mm -hmm. and he's now mm -hmm. helping the town of Mansfield. Mm -hmm. He was a great mayor for, mm -hmm. you know, a number of terms. I believe he was five terms at least. Okay. I think four or five. Yeah. Yep. So, mm -hmm. and and you, you're yeah. an icon too. You've yeah. been around yeah. for a long, long time. Well, you know, what Healy says, "I'm I'm the legendary." It means old, just old. Well, hanging we're all in there, getting older. Now, have you have you decided now? In my family, I should point out to you that we have a. a a ceremony that we're, we right. put together mm -hmm. when I pass. Everybody in the, is going to have an opportunity. We have a list of mm -hmm. sayings that I've used. Nikki started this, a list of sayings that I do that, really? that people were going to mm -hmm. repeat. And and so you could, when you come to the service, yeah. you can... You Maybe you could read. You could read one of the. You could read one of the. I can talk the about you a little bit, or you. Can no, talk no, about just me just got to read. Go. No, you just got to read the read the, the saying. For instance, we're in a restaurant, and and the waitress comes over and says, "Are you ready to order?" And I always used to say, oh, I still say it. No, no, we'd like to request. We don't want to be too pushy. 
<laughs> right. That's good. Things like that. Yeah. Or there's a thunderous crash in the restaurant. Yeah. And I say, okay, just put that down anywhere. When I'm you at the Red right. Cross, yeah. I walk up and it's get a box of blood from the window, and I say, hey, you know, Ron, nice to see you. There's all different names up there. Good to see you, Ron. And they'll say, it's nice to be seen. You've heard that, right? Yeah. I That was something new to me. When I go to get uh, medication, and they always say, mm-hmm. Do you have a question for the pharmacist? I used to say, yeah, what's the capital of South Dakota? <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I mean, but, but you know, I noticed <laughs> they're not saying that anymore. Mm. They don't say, they ask you what your address is, but they don't, yeah. they don't say, do you have any questions for the pharmacist? I ask the pharmacist always I'm if sure I have you a do. question. And the lady at the window, like... Sir, sir. Okay, uh, that's three questions. All right. Don't, okay. don't, yeah, yeah. yeah don't, we got don't, four cars behind yeah. you now. Let's go. Yeah, yeah don't, uh, yeah, don't, yeah. don't do this. Right. Just chill out. Was it the first thing you ever said to me? Was Tom, cut to the chase. Cut to the chase. Yes. Right, right down. Get down to it, Tom. Mm-hmm. Chill out. Everything's fine. Okay. We're trying to, we're trying to help out here. So you were all excited. You came in early to be on the air with me today. Well, I actually came and in you... to see Mark Ambrose, my oh my. You know, oh, okay. He's, well, he's a good guy. He. Uh, I understand. Know, I'm not. I'm not a nice person. I he, thought maybe you're always. I have interviewed a few people on the radio who are very good friends with Mark. Mark has long roots here in Attleboro, that, and he's a Yankee fan. For yeah. God's sakes, yeah. thank you, Mark. If he's Do you know why Jackie hasn't texted you yet? I I know she's listening. No, she never no, misses no, your no, show. No, no, well, no. Oh, <laughs> no. She's she's working probably at the at You're the probably dinner. right. And so she's not listening. I, she's helping out. If you Dan give me Linda, a few minutes and, and you, talk, I don't want you to. Th- I I don't care. I my phone I honestly off, don't. So. Care. Yeah, thank you. Um, uh, your, your phone is off. When did you do that? When it rang before? Did you shut it off? Yes. Oh, turned it off. Well, I tell you what I'm going to do. We're going to take a break, and when we come okay. back, you're actually playing the commercials today. That's I nice. am actually playing the commercials yeah. today because uh, I want to try to you know end the year in the proper yeah. way. I don't want to. I owe you a couple of sponsors, by the way. Thank you very much. <laughs> Hello, you're on the air. Hi, good morning, Mr. Kane, and good morning, Mr. Rafferty. How are you both? All right. Doing well. Merry Christmas to both of you. Thank and you. I'm enjoying listening to uh, both of you banter about and uh, talk about uh, <laughs> some of the good old days. And, uh, and, and Tom, you and I go back. We do. And, and so do uh, you and I, Dave, as well. Mm, you were my yeah. boss at one time. Um, you, and the thing that you taught me as a boss, Dave, is speak with authority. Hi, Mary. Hi, Lou. Remember that? <laughs> I don't. Oh, hello, Mary. Hello, Lou. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like at Asner, yeah. 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 Uh, is that right? Okay, that's good. That's right. That's yeah. what you told me. So. I have a lot of people that, that tell me things I don't remember ever saying. Isn't that true? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I have I, people come and say, you know, I remember one time you told me that I never forgot it. And I don't even remember having said it. It sounded like... Something I would have said, but I mean... First thing Richard said to me is, move over, Rafferty, get out of that office. I'm taking over as news director, okay? There's a new kid here. None of us believe that, but that's okay. No, it's true, he did. At ARA, he took my job. 
Oh, he didn't yeah. usher me out the door. Well, one know. doesn't take one's job. One's, no, one continues. Richard was a, do you remember? Ri- he's a, he was a gang member years ago. You don't mess That's with right. Richard. Oh, is that right? Oh, oh right. man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. By the way, how is Spanky? Oh, uh, Spanky's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Doing, yeah, doing yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Spanky and our gang. That's oh, a, yes. That was right. the joke. Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Richard and I good, were yeah. going to have coffee a couple times. I. Richard, I waited at Honeydew for an hour and a half, and I figured he forgot. No, he was at Dunga Duns. Yeah, it was at Duncan's. Yeah, he <laughs> was in a very, very important meeting with people in Boston. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay. Yes. Maybe now, maybe time. Richard had something he wanted to offer over and above hello. Yeah. So I'm going to give him a chance. Would you like, what would you like to say, Mr. I'll say, so I, I'd like to offer Tom a job. <laughs> oh, there you go. All right. Yeah. We'll talk we'll talk figures and we'll talk all of them. All right, yeah. great. Well there yeah. you go. I'm gonna he get does. you a gig. He is a job placement as there a you many, go. many of the things right. he does. All right. Now yeah. that's right, you're in HR, is that right? HR and learning and okay. development and, and all those and, and where do you think if you had a chance to place me, <laughs> where where would you place me, Richard? Where, where what kind of position you would you put me in? Uh, the head of a marketing department would be perfect for you because you're great at that as far as marketing and uh, public uh-huh. relations and that that's definitely you dave oh, okay i got a better one than that what's that at one of the largest clubs somewhere like you know drinking alcohol young people whatever dave would be a great bouncer he, <laughs> he yeah, would he stand would to... there by the door because he's always out get no, out but, no but i always think everybody drinks too much anyway so yeah i wouldn't yeah, be good he'd have to pass the bar exam first <laughs> yeah, that's right <laughs> well i remember dave when he was you know you know where i am yeah that's right talking yeah. to the listeners i'll be right outside <laughs> at 1205 uh listen i got a text that says the person tom was thinking of is jack jacoby jackie is yes. in fact working the dinner because i was i am on my way there myself and as for yes. phrases to read at your passing, I'm going to with Babylonian bang bang or duck on a roof. Which Scott Domenici, right? Domenici. Domenici. I Domenici. had him on. Yeah, there you go. Right All right. Now. See that? He's there. a great so, guy. And so my, my phrase would be ta-ta. That's oh, yeah, ta-ta. Yeah, people say, you like my show? Yeah, the best part I like is the end. <laughs> ta-ta. <laughs> Hello, I must be going. Yeah, I know. It's, that it's the end. <laughs> right. like. All right. Thanks a lot, Rich. I appreciate it. Okay, All right, Christmas. Richard, no, no. I'll, I'll uh, be talking to you. Yeah, yeah, because you get the job. Get yeah. that job. Tom. I just want to get him to answer the phone. I want to get you a job. I want to get. <laughs> I want to get you in some place where we. Now, your friend Margaret called earlier. Paradis. She's everybody's right, well, friend. I don't know if we needed to need to put her last name on the air. I'm not sure. I don't think but, she okay. minds. She All comes right. in sometimes. Oh, okay. Right in the so, middle of interviews. She's I, I'll right bet. In here. Yes, I remember. Yes. And uh, I tell you what, we, maybe we, we can do is we can make her happy today. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and she rea- doesn't Sweet realize lady. it's a talk show, but maybe I'll just play that song that she wanted so much yeah. before we go. This is... Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby, do you hear what I hear? Margaret wanted us to play that, so I finally got to it mm-hmm. for her. Um, Did you ever open for Bing Crosby? No. He was, no. 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 Never, you know, open for a lot of other people. You should have opened for Red Skelton. I think he was the funniest comedian Yeah, he ever. was quite good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was quite so. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and that's okay. And and you were talking about um, getting a job now, and see, we're going to yeah. get you a job. Richard's going to find you a gig. Well, you know, when I started doing the Miller's Express thing, I not only do I enjoy walking into emergency rooms and blood banks and seeing hospital You enjoy personnel. walking into emergency rooms? Well, I, get that I on like tape. going you in. You enjoy walking into emergency rooms and, uh, yeah. with blood or oh, medical okay. specimens to say, here, I've, I've yeah, gotten yeah. here, please. Good, you know, okay. Because I know that I'm a part of a thing where people are being helped, and that's a rewarding feeling. I mean, the driving is can be exhausting and very frustrating because of people who beep their horns. Yeah, you are, man. But you don't worry about that because you're going by so fast. No, actually, You don't even hear the horn, but it's time you... (laughs) Yeah. But it's it's very rewarding, and the money is good. You know, I if I had things to do over again, like like Paul Paul Healy says, if a benevolent czar or whatever, if we if I could do it again, I would I would have focused more just on radio. Oh yeah, and just said that I have the talent to do it, mm-hmm. and I could have, you know, I mean, I did work in Providence. Yeah, you did. Uh, yeah, you did all right. I was, did, like I said, we did some voiceover stuff and everything. Mm-hmm. Now, here you are at Christmas. Have you, uh, I know you can't say, but you've I didn't you got your Christmas this year, uh, again. Dave, no. I didn't. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, two years in a row. How about, have, you, have you finished your I shopping you a for card, a certain though. somebody? I am halfway through it. Okay. You know. I mean, we can't say what it is. Right. Because no. She'll have to pull the car over and tell you to take right. it back. I remember the days you wants. took me Christmas shopping. Get this. What, when, did this, when did oh I? When did I? Oh my God! I have well, no recollection. You didn't take me Christmas that. shopping, but you did take me shopping for clothes. Remember you? Did were, I, Tom? Wow. Okay. If you continue to eat a half a sandwich, you can <laughs> figure. You, you can. No. You, can, no, you, you, you get with me. See, you get with me, and you make stuff up. I'm not that, making that, that up. I, you, why you would I have shopping. taken you shopping for? Because what? I think why? you cared a lot about me over the years and you well, I, yeah, I you knew that i was in a strange area with only a sister up here and yeah but family. you would i mean you're a big boy you, I mean, yeah you, I, I met people you, uh, you know but i i should have focused more on just doing the job Instead of, you, did fine. you know, you did fine. I did fine. Yeah. I, I was well-liked. I Although this, the, the time that O'Donnell, Frank O'Donnell, made up this whole story about yes. the, was it the ghost? The murder. Oh, the murder. Alton Street. On Alton Street. And the apartment that I was, <laughs> I was <laughs> renting And from. I think Frank Titus, rest his soul, I think he wrote a story That is correct. It. And then and you gave all. It to him. And I then mean, everybody got Dave, together. Yeah. We could go on and on. Yeah, that was with cool, just though. your jokes. That was Tom, cool. Come no. on over. No, no. Not some women that want to meet you. Oh, yeah. Well, that now, I was all in to, red dresses. What happened was, no, Tom was, I don't know if you were not texting at that time. You were no. talking on the phone or writing back and forth. How did you, you, you were approached by a woman who said she was going to meet you. Is that it? At in at North Attleboro. I don't remember. In a but red you dress. You were there. What women? In a I red see. dress. Yes. And what you didn't know was you were being put on. 
And so you said, okay, I'm going to go meet this woman mm-hmm. at 6 o'clock. As shy as in, I am. That's exactly right, in a red dress. And when you got there, we had put five women five. in red there dresses. Five? There were 11 at <laughs> there least. Were 11? Yeah. <laughs> And in red then dresses. You, yeah. you had me select a woman, and you, you gave me in. your car. Do you remember giving me I your car? I don't know. You did. No. The only time I remember giving you my car was in, during a snowstorm, mm-hmm. and you were going to go home and change or do whatever and then come back. Yeah. So I let you take my car. I was at the station. Uh, it was a foot and a half of snow. I think you were going to stay. Yeah, and then you pulled out of the driveway, and the cops Pulled you over immediately because they knew it wasn't it, yes, it wasn't it me was driving the car. car. <laughs> yeah, and then you explained who you were, and then you were right. Well, fine, okay, fine. fine. Yeah. yeah, but that's that's the only I time do remember I that let too. you have a car. Maybe my memory isn't too good either. Well, you're counting eleven. I can't imagine we had eleven women there in red dresses. Do it, yeah. Because because she said, "Well, I'll just be the one in the red dress." Yeah. So you thought, "Well, mm-hmm. okay, that'll be easy." Yeah. Yeah, so we, we had a lot of fun with it. Do you want to repeat what you had mentioned in the onset of the program? That Would you, you? Well, with the charter that's on the wall at City Council? Oh, yeah, wanna, yeah. Well, it's that? not a charter. It's a resolution. A resolution. <clears throat> and um, I'm, I'm asking the, uh, the Human Rights Commission in Attleboro to take that down from the wall and take it out of the frame so that they can bring it with them to the swearing-in uh, of the new city council, so the three new city councilors can sign that resolution. So I'm hoping that I'll hear from somebody in this in the uh, Human Rights Commission uh, who will uh, tell me that maybe they will do that. Yeah. Just bring it with them. We don't want any big to do. Just bring it with them, and then go up to each of these three councilors and offer them the opportunity to affix their signature to it and I think that would be great you know what they just might do that I'm sure they will and I'm so happy that Laurie Sawyer won yes and the the young guy he did a show here Nick LaVoy Nick nice guy and his wife terrific people Mm -hmm. and uh and Pam Foa yes who's brandy new to this area this Mm -hmm. is going to be interesting yeah interesting experiment yeah Yeah. I want to say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to Dominic too he he, he's the kind of guy that he's on the air, does a great job every morning, and then he goes home to his wife. He's very quiet. He's not out there screaming and yelling and all that other stuff. He's, you know, and he's a good, decent person. And you can always go to your Facebook and find out who died. Uh, yes. He and always has it when, when people pay. When Dominic, years ago, he used to go to your house and you'd, talk with him and I'd go to your house and it, it's like we were two of your kids growing up uh, I do well actually uh, my ex-wife was related to his ex-wife I didn't know that no you didn't. I didn't even know he had an ex-wife oh Seriously? yeah Dom, yeah Dom was married many years ago oh, many okay. years ago yeah. don't I Carol's didn't second wife. I was in upstate New well, that's okay. I understand that. But I mean, I'm just yeah. saying that's how I first met him. Mm-hmm. And then we worked together at uh, SAR. Yes, I knew and that. And then when I went to WARA from there, mm-hmm. uh, I called him and asked him to come over to, mm-hmm. to work with us over at ARA. Yeah. 
When, you, you when I first met you, you asked me if I had any radio experience, and I said, yeah, I worked at WKOP in Binghamton. I worked at WENE yeah. in IndyCar. Yeah. That didn't phase you. Not one, you well, know. No, sure, you of course you do. I want to make yeah. sure you knew which end of the microphone to talk in. <laughs> We're talking with Tom Rafferty. Uh, we got another hour coming up. Ty Waterman's coming in, and we're going to talk to him about all kinds of stuff. But I'm, I'm going to. My wife. Oh, you're leaving? Be, yes. Okay. Well, I have well then, to go. say goodbye, Tom. Goodbye, Tom. There you go. Look at that. Just like Gracie Allen. I can't believe it. He's doing it. This is really terrific. All right, stay tuned. We have more for you uh, from uh, Kane and Company. Ty Waterman is next. You're beyond. <coughs> good morning, good morning, good morning. Final hour, Kane and Company today. I want to say good morning, good morning to all police and fire personnel, civil servants, health care employees, and good old number 41. <coughs> Well, we've had a changing of the guard here for guests. Uh, my friend, uh, City Councilor Ty Waterman has arrived. Hi, Ty. How are How you? How are you doing? Good. Very well. Right. And you brought a girlfriend with you. Who's this? Laurie Beck. And my wife's listening, by the way. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you, brought, you brought a friend with you. <laughs> yeah. And Laurie is the director at Roundabout's a production of Christmas Carol, mm -hmm. which I am fortunate enough to be playing Marley in. And oh, you're Marley. Great. Yes. And, but she's the genius behind the well, show. You know, now, now, tell me about Roundabout Theater, because when Ty told me he was in a production, I said, I have... Forgive me, I've no, never okay. heard about the theater. We are Why new. haven't you been on here before? I have been, actually, with Tom Rafferty. Oh, no, I mean when someone was listening. Oop. <laughs> well, <laughs> I can't speak to that. That's a running gag with us. It's a, <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. So tell me about Roundabout. So we started in 2016, and I, I promise you I didn't intend to start a theater company when I did. Um, I walked into the Norfolk Range one summer day, and I thought, wow, what a beautiful little space. I really need to put a Christmas carol in this space. Oh. So I have a background in theater. Well, that's what I was going to I don't want to get you off that story, but sure. what is your background? What did you um, do? Well, many, many, many years ago, I, I received a BFA from the Boston Conservatory in musical theater and directing, and yeah, I did things here and there, and time went on, got married, had my daughter, um, and in 2016, my daughter was 11, and it just seemed like the right time. So we, I scraped together a bunch of theater friends from the olden days, and we put on a production of A Christmas Carol at the Norfolk Grange. And um, it was great. We had, we had a ball, and it was, it was a very sweet little show, and I thought that was it. But as the weeks went by afterwards, people started asking me in town. They're like, well, what are you going to do next? And oh, I said, oh, see? well, maybe I should think about that. The first one's free. <laughs> right, exactly. So we did a season at the Grange. Uh, we did three more shows there in 2017. And then after that, we were very lucky to be offered performance space at the Orpheum in Foxborough, which is now the Marilyn Robin yep, Performing yep. Arts Center. And then things went a little odd with their board of directors. They went in another direction, and we lost that space. And a friend of mine on the Attleboro School Board got me in a room with um, some folks from Coelho Middle School. And 
they very kindly and generously offered us that space. Oh. So we've been there since 2019, take out the year and a half that COVID kept oh. us all home. Right. Um, so this will be, this A Christmas Carol this year is our sixth performance in that space, our sixth show. Oh, great. And we do about six performances of each title, uh, about three or four shows a year. Um, our 2023 season had three shows, and 2024 will have four. Oh, great. And this weekend you're finishing up A Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol. Yes. With uh, Ty with Marley. Ty as Jacob there. Marley, who is very there scary. Now, how, how did, what, what made you decide you wanted to do this, Ty? This acting thing. Well, I've been in it for a while. Yeah. Uh, I have been doing theater mostly with Norton Singers through the years. Mm -hmm. And most of my performing has been on stage at Wheaton College, uh, where they used to perform, and I hope will again someday. And uh, over 20 years with them. And a variety of musicals, and oh, wow. mostly um, supportive roles, yeah, uh, and character roles, mm -hmm. and not a lot of straight theater. Uh, musical theater has well, you grow older quicker in musical theater. Let's well, be honest. Is that right? Why? Uh, I don't dance well enough. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. And musical theater seems to attract uh, younger folks, uh, but but straight theater is a little different, I think. It's a little different, yeah. It's um, there's more meat to the roles generally. Um, musical theater is a lot of fun, mm. um, but straight plays you get to explore more of a character. Mm. I feel. And what is it? What exactly uh, one? Ty's uh, position as Marley. Hmm. His <laughs> oneness part. I want to know what he did that impressed you with the, well, the audition. We were in need of a Jacob Marley. And, <laughs> and there was nobody else. A good won. friend <laughs> of mine, who also a friend of, of Ty's. Oh, he'll know him. Alex. Yes, Alex Aponte, yes, who played Ebenezer Scrooge for us last year. <clears throat> um, he knew we were looking, and he suggested Ty. And Great. Ty showed up at our read-through for, you know, technically our first rehearsal. And I was like, You've got it. You've got the role. You've there got you the go. role. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're breathing. You're in. <laughs> That's really. And this is great. Now, now, um, what are the performances? The two remaining yeah. performances are this evening at 7.30 and tomorrow at 2 p.m. Mm -hmm. And that's it. That's um, that's it for our 2023 season. Wow, that's good. And how many did you do this time around? This six. We, we six. do about six performances of each title. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It makes a nice family, doesn't it, uh, a cast? It does. Yeah, you get very close to people very yeah, quickly. I, I would say so, yeah. Yeah. And, and so what do you get out of it, Tanya? What do we, that's a fascinating question. <clears throat> well, I don't get rich, well, but that yeah, isn't why you do it. Do. Well, no, I don't think you, if you really like something, you'd never do it for the money, right? No, what I get out of it is the ability to to <clears throat> pour into it the energy that is so much fun to release mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, th and there are spots in this show where I think I just go a little crazy oh and 
and and uh, I think Marley yeah. was a little crazy, uh-huh. you know, and he's he's trying so hard to reach out to his former partner <clears throat> and warn him of what's on the other side if you don't you know. Well, shape actually, up. Marley Marley had been crazy, but <clears throat> he's got he's got the handle now. Right? Well, that's what he's trying <clears throat> to put forward to. He understands why he is in the position that he's yeah, in, yeah. Mm-hmm. in which is hell. Yeah. But he gets it, ah. and he wants to save his friend. Mm-hmm. And so, to me, it's <clears throat> it's real gutsy. Yeah. And uh, I'm not sure how well I'm explaining it, but it's... You're, you're it, doing fine. You know, to really <sighs> pour into it into something in life, all the energy that you possibly could have. I, w- yeah. I would put the same energy into uh, sports, too, and I did at one time oh, when, yeah. I, when I played baseball. Oh, yeah. And, but now I pour it into th- a theater. What position did you play in baseball? <clears throat> quarterback? Or? <laughs> quarterback in baseball? Yeah. Oh, no. Is that right? <laughs> That's well, right. You You're not a sports I'm sorry. guy. Were you the goalie? I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was well, a left fielder. Oh, cool. All right, in yeah. high school in Legion Ball. Oh, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's a whole different world, and at, that's when you're 19. Yeah, but there's, but there's parallels, isn't there? <clears throat> there is. I mean, if you're really invested in something and you really want something to happen, um, it's all the same energy. <clears throat> Theater is it, very much a team sport. It is a team, yeah. 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 I mean, if... <clears throat> You go up on lines, or, or if, if something happens on stage, you you are affecting every other person on that stage, and we, mm. they all depend on each other, and they all help each other out and get people over those rough spots. And it's it's as much a team as football or any mm. of the sports kids do. Yeah, well, you can, think of, well, you can also lift each other up. Yes. Oh, sure, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we have more. We're talking with, with Ty Waterman and Lori Beck. From Roundabout Theater. I know you never heard of it. Listen, I didn't either, but I'm learning, and uh, I think we're going to have them on again. You know, we, we get things going. You and me on the radio till noontime, 508 222 1320. If you'd like to hop on, we're talking with Laurie Beck from Roundabout Productions. Productions. And uh, Ty Waterman, of course, counselor. Are uh, you excited about uh, starting another, another leg of your council life? Uh, yeah, I January am. And, second, uh, you're gonna we had we had some, we did some good business this last last week that uh, I want people to know. Um, we dis- the council is in the process of approving, and I think this week, to, this Tuesday, we'll finally approve it. Mm-hmm. Uh, free parking for seniors at our library. Very cool. Sixty five and over. Oh, is that right? You know, yeah. and um, unfortunately. Uh, it, it won't start until the new fiscal year, which is July 1. But that'll be, uh, that'll be good news because, well, frankly, I don't think people should pay for parking at libraries, but, uh, but we have to because it's, we, need the, we need the funding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how, much, how much do you <clears throat> make from that? Do you know? Do you, uh, uh, how much? From, do, from the parking at the library? Uh, 75 cents an hour. No, no, I mean gross for, uh, for parking at oh, a yeah, library? Much, yeah. We're estimating because we had to figure that out, you know, because we get parking yeah. from different sources. Yeah. And we think it's around seventeen or $18,000 a year. Okay. And exactly how much of that are seniors, nobody can really figure right. that out. Right, right, yeah, right. But yeah. that's good news. So, so but how, yeah. do you do, how do you do that then? If I'm a senior and I'm driving and I pull in, yeah. 
How do you know not to tag me? Ah, because we're going to uh, take a little while for us to put it together right now. But yeah. the library is going to have stickers okay. to, uh, to put on seniors' oh, cars. And That's a good idea. Okay. You can't stay there all day, but you can stay there the life of that spot, which might be two hours or one spot. We have seven spots for three hours. What if you're a slow reader? Ah, speed up. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of speeding up, I want to remind you, uh, because it just started, the uh, community Christmas dinner is going on right now at St. John's. If you are looking to have a nice Christmas dinner um, by yourself or with your spouse or whoever, mm. uh, it's open right now from 11 to 1. Uh, Dan and Linda McCarney have uh, put together another great meal. And I'm going to scoot over there when I get off the Wonderful. 12 just to make sure everybody finishes everything. Clean plate club. I want to make sure everything's, <laughs> everything's eaten. And it's 11 to 1 right now. St. John's Church on North Main Street, uh, corner of North Main and Peck. Go on over there. Just walk in, sit down, and have a great meal. Uh, absolutely free as, as, a, as a celebration of the holidays. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. And uh, Jay, um, I mean, Ty and I are going to go over there right at 12, stay till 1, and then we're going to do the dishes. I didn't, <laughs> you didn't know that. but No, I didn't know it. <laughs> so we're talking about your, your, your job as Marley, and let's talk about the correlation between that and your job as a city councilor. What, do you, what, do you, what have you learned from being a city councilor that you've been able to drop into your Marley character? Uh, sometimes you need to be a voice that is not always heard. Uh-huh. And Marley is a voice of conscience. Mm-hmm. And to be totally honest, I hatched this idea myself for free parking for seniors. Yeah. In a shower, while well, I was thinking, I like to take long showers, yeah. but we won't get into too many yeah, details thank about you. that. I appreciate that, yeah. And you're welcome. <laughs> but I thought to myself one day in the shower... What can I do for the seniors that we're not doing in the city? And that's, Excellent. to me, a voice of conscience. And so the mayor and I, when she was a city councilor, I, I approached her and we co-sponsored legislation as far back as last February. And it, sometimes it takes a while for sure. things to come to light yeah. and to work uh, yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. And that has been the case. But uh, there's a connection with me and Marley, your voice of conscience. Mm-hmm. That's that's a, that's a cool answer. I, I thought I was having a little fun throwing you a little curve. Oh, oh, you, you did I hit the curveball? Excellent. Out of the park. <laughs> Out of the park. It's really cool. But that's the thing about uh, drama, isn't it, uh, Laurie? I mean, either either you're identifying with what's on stage um, already, or it gives you an impetus to think of right. things differently I rather than, oh, yeah, I, I agree with that. And then they, oh, gee, I never thought about it that way. Well, that's it's that's all. one of the beauties of stage is that you can put your eyes anywhere on that stage, whereas if you're watching a movie, the director kind of tells you what you're going to see because all you see is what's on that screen. Ah. So when you're watching a play, you have the ability to take from that what whatever you want well not whatever you want but you have the option to interpret more mm. and well, well it's interesting you say that because one of the things um uh, i have a lot of background in in other areas and one of the things in in editing is that uh, for instance with a, with a joke in a movie 
there's a decision to be made is do you cut to the punchline being said or do you cut to the person hearing it right. and laughing at it? Now, you'll hear the punchline, but you'll see that. And there are thousands of little cuts like that in movies. Right, exactly. That happen all the time. Like you said, we're, okay, you're because on this the ride. the director is, is the directing your eyes. Right, but that's why it's important for directing, I'm thinking, for the incidental people, the, 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 uh, you know, the extras, so to speak, to stay in the scene. Absolutely. You may not be the one speaking, yeah. but you are as present and as integral to the way that scene is coming together as if you were the one that was speaking. And, and watching what, just like you would anything else going yes. on. You, you're observing it and you stay. Don't scratch. <laughs> Stop scratching. <laughs> well, yes. Don't fidget. Don't scratch. Those are like basic things, but also be engaged. Be affected by what's going on around you. That's another thing about stage work is that you have that experience of going from the beginning through the middle to the end. Whereas if you're in a movie, mm. you're, you know, you shoot this scene maybe from the end and then you do one from the middle and one from the beginning and you never have that continuity of experience. Mm. Yeah. And that's kind of another gift that a director has to see the whole stage yes all at once mm -hmm. and stay on top of it yeah everything on that stage is important and sometimes i mean i find myself doing this and you your your eye gets pulled away by somebody who isn't in the scene right or is, right you know you know that's hopefully they're know. on stage and not in the wings when yeah, that yeah, happens yeah. but and yes the, yeah although so many things I wish they were in the wings because of what they're doing. Now, are you going to be uh, doing another show soon? Different. Yes, show? we just held auditions for um, Ibsen's An Enemy of the People, mm -hmm. which is um, it's an adaptation by Arthur Miller, and that's going up in March. So mm -hmm. we are just starting rehearsals for that. I'm actually not directing that one, um, which is a nice break for me. <laughs> um, well, tell what, tell what the basic plot is. Of, of, um. It's about a town where there is like a like a hot spring and a lot of people come there for, you know, the benefits of the waters. And there's a doctor in town who realizes that the waters are poisoned and he's he's a whistleblower. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty much how the the local government turns against him because of all the revenue they're going to be losing from the tourists who come to the town mm -hmm. if it gets out that the waters are poisoned. And it's 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 very timely. I feel. Oh, hell it's, yeah. yeah, it certainly it, is. Yeah. So it's it's a short play. It's it's very tense and dramatic. Um, it, it's excellent. Come mm. see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't need to know as well. Just come see it. Listen to what I tell you. That'd be cool. And so so what makes uh, what goes into choosing a property? To use to, to, oh, to. that's oh, that's a very difficult one to answer. Um, I kind of have to admit that having directed most of the shows we do, I just pick the one the shows that speak to me. Um, 
this this year, as I said, we have two new directors coming in and they propose shows that speak to them. And, you know, we get together with our board. Do you think a director can can direct something properly and really good if they have no relationship to the topic? Mm, I'm not going to say it's impossible, but it's like unlikely. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to have an almost visceral pull to that that mm-hmm. piece, something that makes you want to put it on the stage and want to look at all of those details that you're going to be putting on the stage. It's it's very difficult to do if you don't have a real connection with it. How about you, Ty? You interested in uh, being a director? I've never been asked. Well, I'm asking you now, Ty. <laughs> We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll get Ty's answer, and we'll find out once and for all, is, that's, is that what he's really hanging out for? All right, you and me on the radio till noontime. Ty Waterman is here and Laurie Beck. Uh, they're talking about Roundabout Productions, uh, their uh, Christmas Carol presentation this week now when are when are the shows so t- today and tonight two more shows tonight at 7 30 and tomorrow at 2 p.m all right and it's going to be where at the coelho middle school which oh. is on brown street now oh yeah all right coelho middle great it's really and, a nice auditorium yeah it's beautiful. It's beautiful yeah i gotta take a peek at it it'd be yeah. great and uh and then also i want to tell you we did mention this at the top of the show this morning but uh, we had kelly on from Christmases for Kids, um, and we asked her for a final tally, and uh, we were able to get to everybody that we needed to get to. Good. And we had uh, Christmas delivered for a thousand children. You this made year. it again, yes. Awesome. Well, you know, you had a piece of that. You know, you uh-huh. you came in last week and handed me in a very. But at nice that point, you check. told me you still had a thousand kids. You had to figure well, out. Well, we, well, we had to get to it. Yeah, we at one time uh, it was seventy-five, and we had two hundred and fifty children who hadn't been matched yet. Uh, but with contributions like yours, Ty, and other people, uh, we have what I refer to as black belt shoppers. And they go out, and we take, I don't know if you know about the program that much, but we, what we do is we ask the kids who will receive these things what they would like for Christmas. So many people who are either foster kids or in poor homes and stuff, nobody asks them. They just like, they yeah. get some item from some organizations. Very nice. But, you know, you, when a child gets a coloring book and they're blind, it doesn't oh. work out very good. So what we started 41 years ago, this is our 41st year. Um, we asked the kids what would they like because they watch the same television shows and sure. commercials that other kids do. And we asked them their sizes and the color they might like. That's awesome. And so what we do is we put these things together for them. And then we add in some stuff because we have a whole bunch of other things that people donate to us over the years. And we have... Uh, these black belt shoppers work all year long. So we'll, the board gets a, an email and says, look, I just found a, a sale on children's winter coats at the coat outlet or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, can we get them? And we find out how much they are, and we buy a bunch of them. And so at Christmas time, we get them at a much further discount. Uh, and mm-hmm. we so it, these kids get much more than just what they ask for. First of all, that they can ask for something sure. and actually get it is cool. That's But wonderful. then we add in this other stuff, and we have done between 800 
and a thousand children every year. Wow. Uh, for Christmas, and uh, Diane knows it well, of course. And, uh, and we've been very lucky uh, getting things done every year, thanks to people like you. I think there's a lot of people out there that would love to give, and maybe they haven't heard about Christmas for Kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's, it, it truly is the time of year where people's hearts open up. Yeah. The trick yeah. is how do we keep them open? <laughs> yeah, well, I like to think that Christmas is the time people really are, and the rest of the time is the phony stuff. <laughs> it's Christmas time. I agree. We're, we're really saying, and, and you give them yeah, well with us. Uh, uh, I have found that if these, if people know they are not getting ripped off, if they know that the money that they spend, and in this case they do because they buy the item. We don't just take money from people. They buy the item and bring the item to us. Oh. They buy the clothes or they buy the toy, whatever it is. And what happens is a little girl wants a Barbie doll and um, a mother like you will go out and buy a Barbie doll and then say, well, Barbie needs some clothes. <laughs> and then, or it's G.I. Joe, well, he needs a footlocker. You know? And they start adding to that and these, these bags grow huge nice. so if people know first of all they know their money's going where it's supposed to go because they've purchased it and secondly we're totally volunteer and these people work these volunteers work year-round like I just expressed and so people get a good feeling and then on Christmas morning when you wake up and see your own daughter opening her presents you can think of that child and the situation that child may be in uh, maybe a foster home, uh, maybe a home that just yeah. doesn't have a lot, and getting something, it almost glows to them, right? There's a glow on it. And that's the reward that you get from Christmases for kids. Pretty cool. It's been, that's very cool. We've been very lucky with it and very pleased and very blessed. And, you know, you, know, you get another feeling if you're a volunteer with us, you get the other feeling of seeing this happening. It's like yeah. watching, watching a real Christmas miracle happening. For me, it um, it replaces the experience that I had as a social worker for over twenty years in Boston, yeah. in uh, Roxbury, uh, where we we did we ran a similar program and it was for foster kids. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. But now that I'm retired, I don't have that. Yep, yeah, and so. Yeah. This this allows me to at least participate. Yeah, in, it's, in it, a way, yeah, yeah. you it's, know, it, it's great. And, and <clears throat> just like just like playing Marley on stage, you get more out of it than your audience does. I think so. Definitely. Oh, ho hopefully, oh, I, don't know. I think the audience gets their share. <laughs> oh, you're trying to sell tickets. It's We're a, not talking. Well, we're <laughs> 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 talking about being an actor and being in, and all of that stuff. But you know, it, it's, it, well, you get something different. Yes. 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 And yes. I wouldn't say it's better or okay, worse. Okay. Yep, it's it's yep, different. Yeah. Um, what I really find fascinating about this version of um, is that we are using the exact language that Charles Dickens wrote. Oh, I'm sorry. I went back to the play now. Okay. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, back yeah, to the right, play. Yeah, okay. Sorry. In the play, yeah, you use the original script. The, yeah. The we... original script. And if you get the book, you can see all the lines. 
so, in it. Yeah, I we did our yeah. own adaptation of the novel. I was going to say, did, did, yeah, Dickens didn't write a script; he wrote the novel. Correct. He right, wrote right. A, he wrote okay. a novel. Yeah, and we did our own adaptation to it. And as I was going through that text, there's. You know, nothing that I could say that is better than what Charles Dickens had to oh, say sure. about it. So, yeah, we kept yeah. as close to his original language as yeah, we yeah, could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that's, that's really interesting. And sometimes, it's like doing Shakespeare sometimes. It's a little tough, I'm guessing. but not. I feel like after the first five or ten minutes of hearing it, an audience rhythm. becomes acclimated to it. And after that, it's not a problem. That's really something, yeah. And who's playing Scrooge? Um, his name is Ron Perello. Um, okay. He's yeah. new to our group, but he's doing a great job. Has he done stuff before? Do you yes, know? he's yeah. actually played Ebenezer Scrooge four times before this okay. for different yeah. groups. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so he knows the role well. Oh, that's funny. That's great. You know, to memorize it. You've already got it down, except when they come with you, and now you've And then they have it. to do the original language, do yes. The original language. <laughs> and I've done the show four other times, but not with the original language. Oh, yes. So, so I had do. to kind of unlearn yep. 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 adaptation yep. language in mm-hmm. certain spots. I did, I don't yeah. know if you noticed last night, I slipped in one line Uh-oh. unconsciously yeah. that was... From what oh, I had, really? that what I had played oh, in the don't past. Tell now. She'll cut you out of the show tonight. <laughs> no, no. And I realized, and I realized what I had just done, and I was on stage. But you can't spend time thinking about it. You're on stage. That's you can't say, worst. "Oh no, what I meant to say was." <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Just move ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a well, small thing. But. Well, our son Chris uh, O'Neill, he um, he is uh, well. He directed uh, Christmas Carol. We're going back. 20 years and I had had uh, one week and I had two heart attacks and quadruple bypass surgery and about four or five weeks later he was asking me would I please do Ebenezer Scrooge for him because he had nobody, couldn't find anybody. I said, no, I don't know. No, I promise it'll be easy. You'll, just, you'll, just, you'll be on your stocking feet. You'll be in no problem. And it was great, except that, you know, the rest of the cast members, the Ghost of Christmas present, used to like to slap me on the back <laughs> in one of the scenes. And in one of the other scenes, I'm supposed to fall out of bed. And, you know, and, and I finally said to him, what is it with you? And one night, you love this, because you guys have been in it, um, there's a scene where I co- I'm confronted by the ghost of Christmas future. Future, yep. And it, it was a big, giant puppet deal. That oh, they nice. Had with a guy inside and long mm-hmm. arms, and huge, about 12 foot high. And I was supposed to stand on a chair and confront him. And um, in the scene just before, one of the actors was supposed to grab a chair and put it in that position. And they did, but the only chair was a metal chair. And I had socks. I was wearing socks. Oh, no. And I got up on the metal chair, right, and I went, oh, boom. The no. whole, I went back back on over the tea kettle, down, mm-hmm. but then jumped right back up and finished the scene, right? I mean, everybody, the whole, audience, the, whole, the whole audience went, oh. Like this, you know, going to my family, going, oh, my God. And I jumped up, finished the scene. And then at the end of the show, we're out and we're saying goodbye to the audience. Mm-hmm. And a lady came up to me and said, I loved your show, your performance. She said, but I can't, 
how do you ever fall like that every night? <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, it's not easy, but I do my must best. must have covered very well. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's funny. So I know, it's a you know yeah, yeah it, it, it's a great show to be in. It's a great show to it be is. in. It um, is. And it's a tough role. It's a tough Ebony's, role. Ebony's, well, it's, he's on stage Constantly. pretty much the Just whole about, time. Yeah, yep, there's only yep. a couple of very short moments where he's off. Yep. Now, now, do you play anything else besides Marley in this? Do you, do, do you go back and um, do street people? I have one scene where I or? play uh, uh, Belle's husband. Oh, yeah, yeah, so okay. It's, it's yep. a short scene, and that's with the Christmas present. Yeah, right. Because uh, yeah. Belle was his, you know, the, his girlfriend. Right, they were going to get right. married. Yep. This is when she kind of grew up. Oh, okay, yeah. Got so, old. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. of our cast doubles up except Scrooge. Um, yeah. Yeah. Every, every person on that stage plays at least two roles. Yeah. That's and, great. Yeah. yeah. What, what she hasn't talked about in what I truly love, it's the music part that's inside of me, is how you've used music in this show. You might want to share a sure. little bit of um, that. We've got. Well, let some. me ask. Hold on. <clears throat> Laurie, what do you do with the music <laughs> in this show? We have some excellent voices in our cast, and I've used them to sort of facilitate scene changes. So I can spotlight a singer and have them singing, you know, the Coventry Carol or something. And in the darkened stage, the scene can be changing. So there's not a lot of downtime as yeah, we change that, that the scenes. Great. And that was that was the original purpose of putting music in this this version. But the music has become as important as any as any other part of it. And as I said, we have some really excellent voices in the cast. Oh, that's really cool, yeah. So they get a chance to... Yes. And they, and they sing what I call Acapulco. Oh, yes, that's right, yeah. yeah that's <laughs> oh, yes, good, it's all yeah. acapella. So everything is in Spanish in this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's really cool. Uh, and and uh, you're pleased with the production, I'm guessing? Yes. Yes, yeah, it's yeah. it's a very talented group of people. Um, it's a great space. Um, mm. Yeah, it's a good show. Come yeah, we <laughs> it was about singing our son Billy, our other son, is uh, with the San Francisco Opera. Wonderful. And he was in town the other day, mm. and uh, he went over to Christmases for kids, and stood in the mall and sang "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas" That's with good. his voice and his wife harmonized with him. It was Wonderful. Very, very cool. So. So, so the whole family's in the Christmas shtick, you know. You have a little bit of theater in your uh, your resume. Oh yeah, I just a little bit. I've been turned on by some of the finest productions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I've done. I did some dinner theater for a while, and uh, and the stage stuff for Chris. I did also Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. I played Santa for that. Nice. And. Wow. Um, there's a guy doing Santa now, and I told him he, they were in here the other day plugging Elf. They're doing Elf this afternoon. Right. Uh, the musical version, I haven't seen it yet. I'm dying to see it. And the guy that plays Santa in that was in the other, was in both Miracle on 34th Street and played Scrooge. And I, I said to him, I was very angry with Chris because he, he found somebody that was better at the parts than I was. And, uh, and he's really very good, you know, and so... And so we do that, and then I I do a, a character called Misgivings, which is a it's a one man show, and it's a, really? an evening with an Irish Catholic priest. That's funny, Father where, Patrick Aloysius. Where do you do that? I do it for all nonprofits, churches, really? KFCs, and yeah, uh, it's a great way to raise funds. 
I Definitely. do I do I do theaters. I'm doing the Granite Theater. I'm doing the Majestic Theater. Oh. Uh, I was at Rodman years ago before with Rodman, uh, and I do that stuff too. And he's an old Irish priest. He has bingos, but he calls the numbers out in Latin, so the Protestants can't <laughs> win. So you know, it's it's a fun show, and so so, so I enjoy that, and and this shtick. And and so it's really cool now. I mean, uh, I didn't even think I knew that you had. Were you at uh, uh, Attleboro Community Theater at all? Did I you? I did Marley last year at Attleboro Community. That's Theater. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. And then you went moved over here. Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, um, in addition to this next production, what are your plans for the rest of your season? Um, okay, so as I said, the first show is An Enemy of the People. The second show is William Shakespeare's yeah. Richard III. Yeah. And that will be performed in June. Oh, yeah. Um, in September, mm. we're doing a relatively new telling of the Frankenstein story by Nick Deere. And that was done at the National Theater in London a few years back with um, Benedict Cumberbatch. And it's a fantastic piece. I'm very excited. Is Benedict going to be available for you to no. Sadly, no. No. Okay. <laughs> we will have to have auditions for that. Yeah. Um, but it's a really good play. And then the only one that's still up in the air right now is our final show, our December show. And I think after this season, we're going to have to find something very silly and lighthearted because <laughs> we've got a very heavy season ahead yeah. of us. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my son David does, it loves Shakespeare. He's taught me a great deal about about Shakespeare. Me too, yeah. Uh, yeah, really great. And he was doing it down at, in Providence of Roger Williams Park. They have a... Oh. Uh, they were doing outside yes. uh, performances of Shakespeare and um, plays, and it uh, it educated me greatly on it. You know, and, he, and that's that's a tough that's a tough gig. We did much ado about nothing this past ah, yeah, summer, yeah, yeah. and during the pandemic, we did the comedy of errors um, online. We streamed it. Oh yeah, yeah, and 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 the thing is about it. Um, you can do it in a modernized presentation. Yes. And that's what they did down a couple of those things. We Bob Colonna. Uh, oh. Do you know Bob Colonna? Yes, I do. Well, I don't think he'd remember me, but yeah. yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, Bob Colonna directed David in, in, in those, those awesome. shows. yeah. Yeah. You know Bob Colonna? No. Did you know Jerry Colonna? Uh, I knew Bartolo Colon, but yeah. not very well. See how you are. <laughs> See how you are. I try to incorporate you into this conversation. Well, that was okay. nice of you. Did you know Jerry Colonna, the comedian? No, I'm sorry. With Bob Hope. Jerry oh, Colonna. Bob Hope. Bob Hope, Jerry Colonna. Okay. Guy. Anyway, this was his son, Bob. Bob Colonna is Jerry Colonna's son. But if you don't know Jerry Colonna, you don't care. All right. So well, you can't all right. include all of us sometimes. No, I understand. <laughs> I'm doing what I can here. And so, so you, so how do you? Do you get good response to your uh, Shakespeare attendance? Um, your good attendance, rather. Well, the numbers are still out for a Christmas Carol, but right now we so the Much Ado About Nothing was the best-selling show of our 2023 season. Okay, uh, and how many uh, how many seats do you have in your house? More than we can fill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I think the auditorium seats something like 300. Oh yeah, it seats yeah. a lot and. Yeah. Yeah, we if we could fill that space up, I would be oh, yeah. jumping for joy. Sure, of course. <laughs> but yeah, we do we do reasonably well. Um, 
Yeah. Like I said, much ado sold I mean, more yeah, than yeah. any other one this oh, year. Oh, good. Yeah, I was wondering about the size of the house. Yeah. There. That's, that's good. And what do you find is the most irritating part? <laughs> Whoa. Of being a director. How much time have you got? No, sorry. I love it. Um, oh, the most irritating part. I love my casts, but it drives me absolutely crazy when they can't come to rehearsal. Ah, yeah. Everyone is so busy. Everyone is like, some of these people are juggling two and three shows all at the same time. There's work commitments. There's family commitments. And you just, you've got to get them all in one room. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's yeah. and that I think is the most frustrating part. Mm. And and um, and and somebody's reading lines for you of yes. someone who can't be there. Yeah, I yeah. I feel I feel sorry for you know Ron who's been here for every single performance or every single rehearsal. That's, scr- and that's Scrooge. That's Scrooge. But so many times he had to be playing scenes with people that weren't playing the scenes. You know what I mean? Just someone who was standing in, mm. and it's it's difficult to build the relationship between the characters if you don't actually have the people yeah. there. I've played audiences like that. <laughs> <laughs> just not responding at all. Well. Just looking sometimes, at you. Sometimes that happens. Yeah. And it's interesting because um, as much as we're talking about liking everything and really being invested in everything, there's a lot of frustration because a lot of the theater, most of the theater in my is all about ego, damaged and otherwise. I really, truly try to make a leave-your-ego-at-the-door environment. I really want it to be an ensemble effort. And Mm -hmm. if, yeah, I I, I don't want anyone to come in thinking, I'm the star, because no one is the star. Yeah, but I'm not even talking about, I'm talking about maybe a, a... I don't want to use the word damage, but um, a, a wounded ego, an ego where you don't think you're good enough, where you don't have the confidence. You get talked into trying. You know it what? And There's it, nothing yeah. like being on stage to lift your ego. Yeah. I mean, one success, and that'll push you to the next one. And yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it is an uplifting experience. Yeah, you realize that the number one fear in the world is public speaking. Number two is death. <laughs> so when people say, I'd rather die than get up there, <laughs> they really mean it. It's well, really amazing so how people are Public speaking is different than acting, though. Well, this was taking, this yeah. was taking into... I can see where being public speaking stage, is scary. Yeah, but this was primarily having to do with being, being exposed, on stage, being right. on stage, getting up and doing either somebody else's words or your own, but, you know, public speaking is easy because most people can be exposed to that on right. some level. But certainly acting is involved in that. But people don't want to, they don't want to speak up. They don't want to say they're afraid. They're afraid, you know, the fear is, is really something. Stage fright is a real thing. It is a real thing. And all of us, no matter how much experience we have, we've all been there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think that if you, if, you, if you don't, if I wasn't a little bit, Anxious. I'll say I'm too old to have stage fright anymore, be afraid or nervous. But you get a little bit angsty. Sure. If you don't get that feeling, you're gonna have a bad night. One hundred percent. I agree with you. Yeah, you yes. have to. You have to be kind of on edge. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, just, okay, man. So Lord. I equate, yeah. in my sports analogy, yeah, yeah. I equate um, theater, being off stage, getting ready to come in for your scene, with being on deck in a batter's circle facing a pitcher who's throwing yep. 92 miles an hour. Right. I equate it to that. Yeah. And I, I always say a little prayer when I'm hiding behind the bed uh, waiting to go on on board yep. uh, up at bat with Marley meeting Scrooge. Oh, you're in the play again. I I'm thought back to the play. <laughs> I thought we going were back, back and forth else. between okay. being in the batter's, the on-deck uh-huh. circle and okay. going to yeah. bat. Yeah, right. Um, but you, I think you need to be a little on edge. Well, of course I think you need I, th- I think you need that even in whatever job you have. Absolutely. I think you need to be... Cognizant and going, I could, I could blow this thing right now. The day you're I, not a tiny bit nervous, that's the day you're going to make a mistake. Yeah, you're going to fall. I agree it. with that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing I found anyway. And and when you think, ah, oh, I got this knocked, you know, I've been only been doing this show for thirty three years, you know, I I got it knocked, and then you get a surprise. Yes. <laughs> and there's always a surprise in the audience. You never, you will play six times. And you'll have six different, different series of responses yep. to something you do as Marley. I can't predict tonight. No, you don't predict it. But when yeah. you look back, you'll say, gee, when I did this line on Saturday, it got this. And on Sunday, it got this. Yeah. And That's on right. Friday, boy, right. I got that. All on the same delivery, pretty much, and the same line. And the audience... Here's the other thing that I've, I've thought of a lot about. Audiences, and I'm sure you're going to agree with this, um, they take on a singular personality. And what happens is, that's why on a, you say, boy, I, the crowd was dead last night. That's because all of these strangers came together and, and formed a personality. You're right. As a comedian, you'll get a group and they love... Knock knock jokes, you know, <laughs> and then other groups will want to have something more adult, whatever. But they actually have. That's why they say the audience was dead last yeah. night. Oh boy, I, they were terrific last night. But these are total strangers, and they all bring all of their own backgrounds, all of their own experiences to that room for that hour and, and a they, half. They or feed it is. off each other. And they they, do. You're right. They, they take do. on a single characteristic, just in the same way. There's a a feedback loop going on between what's on stage and what's in the audience. So mm-hmm. that too is your building and feeding off of each other. Yeah, it's, it's really something. And and of course, the other thing is, especially in comedic presentations. Yeah. Uh, what would be a chuckle with nine, fifteen people is a screaming roar with 150. Yes, yes. It's the same joke. It's the same <laughs> response. Yeah. And 150 people making you... Like, yeah. Yeah. So all of that stuff is experiential. Is I've had the experience. Uh, one time I played Sitting Bull and Annie Get Your Gun. Oh, yeah. And it, it is a bit of a comedic role. Sure. And I had the experience of feeling like you had an audience on a string. And you could actually elicit the the, the laughter and the response, mm-hmm. and yet another another performance on a Sunday afternoon might feel like, "What's wrong with me?" Right. You know, I can't do that today. Right. And, and it's it's it, 
it's there's a whole, that's what makes I think it's live. It's live theater. Well, yeah, that's that's everything of, of it. Yeah, that's why you go to live theater. You know, nothing's gonna mess up in a in a movie, produced right? Movie, right. right? But you have no idea what's gonna happen. No, you don't. Uh, <laughs> when when the curtain goes up or the lights come anything, up, anything literally anything can yeah. and will happen. And then watching and then watching from my thing. Watching how it's responded to makes me laugh. I I'm not a big I mean I've been in comedy all my life, but I'm I've never <clears throat> laughed out. I'm sure never. I seldom laugh out loud. I appreciate the joke because I'm dissecting it and watching the response. You know, it's di- a little bit different. But to see people have something happen and see what they do with it, yep, is really a joy. It is. I agree. It's, um, yeah, that's why we do this. Roundabout Productions? Yes. Tonight at 7 o'clock. 7.30. uh, 7.30. Well, you can come at 7. You can come at 7. (laughs) Don't butt in, Lori. Don't come at (laughs) 8. And, of course, Sunday at 2. Yes. But but you've got to come early because we start at 2. That is correct. That's right. Believe it or not, it is uh, just about my time to say ta-ta. I thank you, Ty Waterman, Pleasure. Uh, for all that you do as your city councilor and how much you really care about your constituents. And, Laurie, thank you for thank a you. nice meeting you. You too. And uh, maybe I'll get to see one of your productions. I hope so. Well, we'll see. Uh, time to say goodbye. 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 <laughs> all right, I want to thank you very much for being with us. I want to thank Tom Rafferty, who came in for two big hours talking. Jay Delicio was here, of course. I'm the darling of the city council crew. <clears throat> Ty Waterman here, of course, and 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 Laurie uh, Beck. Uh, listen, I hope you had a good time. I had a good time, and I want to thank all of you that made Christmases for Kids a tremendous success. One thousand kids get Christmas thanks to you. I'm going to scoot over to the uh, community. Christmas dinner now because they've got my apron ready and I'm going to, they always make me do the dishes. I don't know why. I mean, I'm, I'm supposed to be a celebrity. People are supposed to come up and, and then they say, yeah, you're over here. Take the greasy ones. Oh, well, there's one way for me to remind you again that in the end, boys and girls, the love that you take from this world is equal to the love you make in the world. Thanks again. See you again next Saturday morning. 9 o'clock, be the good Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. 4D Sports is next. These punk kids are coming in. Where's my wallet? I got my wallet's missing. I hate this. I wish somebody would straighten these kids out.